Welcome to the Spurs News Podcast, your home for all things Spurs. Now, let's join our host for today. Hello everybody and welcome to the 50th episode of the Spurs News Podcast. A 50th episode extravaganza. It's going to be a longer episode than normal, lots of stuff in it. Don't worry, you don't have to listen to it in one go. You can stop, start, you know, listen to it in the bath, listen to it when you're in bed, listen to it when you're having a... Um, yeah, just listen to it whenever you want. Um, I am Sam, delighted to say I'm joined from a secret location by the sea by my good friend Matt. Hi, mate. No, it's not a secret location. I don't mind telling you. I'm coming from Canber Sands, live from Canber Sands today. Oh, Canber Sands. Canber Sands, nice. It's lovely. It's, the sun's out. <laughs> I got my mum looking after the kids, and I'm in the, I'm in my caravan, me like my recording studio for the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> or for the week. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. The mobile recording studio. Yeah, that's that's, that's what we're going to call it. Uh, uh, mate, we've made fiftieth episode. This is our fiftieth episode. That's nuts. It is incredible, isn't it? I mean, I, I, I this morning I, I come up with my Facebook memories. We we was appealing to people to. Um, uh, for, to for people, listen. To, to, to listen, yeah. <laughs> it was a start, yeah. Please listen to our show. But uh, yeah. that, that come up. That was a year ago. A year ago today, we was we was about to embark on our on our podcast adventure. Yeah. And it's incredible that we're well, our fiftieth one. It's, it's it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> it goes it so is, quick. It is mad. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, 50 episode. I mean, it's the Spurs News Podcast, so we've alternated a little bit with different people in that, but over the course of 50 episodes, I think me and you have done the vast majority by so much. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I think I've missed one. Um, I think I missed about three, did Dan. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, and I think you've missed three at the most. So, yeah, yeah, yeah we've... Uh, yeah, Dream Team. The Dream um, Team, something like know, that. <laughs> Yeah, that, oh, that's what I'm going with anyway. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. It sounds good to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's much better than the feedback I normally get. Um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a bit crazy, really. Um, it's been it's been great. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's just uh, it's funny. You know, we we started it. Uh, we got uh, the Spurs news page. Which I think anyone who listens to us knows uh, it's on Facebook. It's sort of fifty odd thousand people follow that page. And the idea was, well, you know, what can we add? You know, what can we do? So we came up with the podcast idea and it was, uh, you know, where do you go with that? There were already a lot of very good established Tottenham podcasts. Um, A lot of them focus very much on certain aspects and they go into some detail as well. Some of them and they get interviews with like really great guests. And it's kind of like, well, you're not really going to be able to compete with that. So we went with a format that we felt comfortable with, which was basically two of us talking like we were in the pub. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's kind of how it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's, yeah. and now on a regular basis, 500 people, uh, more than 500 now, but 500 people listen to us. So big thank you to every single one of you. Um, so me and Matt, to kind of put that into perspective for ourselves, have often thought about basically if we were in a pub, with 500 people it would seem like a lot of people in there with yeah, us in that pub just listening to me and you talk about Tottenham of course and do you know do you know what it hit when it hit home to me that like you know this is this is something that I, I really enjoy doing I really enjoy doing yeah. a podcast but and I like listening to podcasts and I know you do as well yeah I do yeah. but 
what hit home the fact that maybe we're, we're doing we're doing okay is when we missed. I think we missed a week a few a few weeks ago or a few months ago. We did, yeah. And we got told off by people, didn't we? Like someone was like, "I was coming yeah. back from my holiday and I was planning on listening to you on the plane home." And yeah, we've got people that 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 kind of like they they they, they, pl- they, they plan their, their their week around listening to our podcast, you know. And I'm like, wow, and, and, <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, and, not, and not just not just relatives of ours either. No, exactly. These are like other people. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> Yes, it's strange. <laughs> People we've not had to pay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's it's fun, and I hope people have, have a laugh with it, really, because um, whether we win or we lose, me and you tend to come on here and try and find a positive oh, um, <laughs> way to go forward. Sometimes it's not as easy as we'd like. No, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> as of late. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes we have dragged ourselves to the podcast recording yeah. and kind of... Uh, yeah, I mean the Christmas special where I got half hammered was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I started that episode basically thinking oh, I'll have a couple of drinks because we joked about doing a drunk podcast. And by the end of that, if anyone, <laughs> I was I was gone. <laughs> I was very merry, um, and I dare about. say if we do a Christmas special again, I'll be doing that again because that was funny. Yeah, it was. But um, yeah, I mean we started talking about the World Cup because we thought well. We got the World Cup. We got an opportunity now to kind of test what we're doing, um, you know, feel out, learn what we're doing, and do that. And we could talk about England at the World Cup, and of course, England managed to get all the way to the semi-final, so that was quite a great start. Yeah, we didn't see that coming, did we? Yeah, and so that was kind of a great start. And then um, we've had just this strange season, but hmm. um, one of the things that we've managed to do as well, which was just surreal is we managed to contact a few people, um, like legends of the club, and a couple of them have been kind enough to spare some time and do interviews for us on on the podcast. And one of those people, of course, was Mickey Hazard, who, when I was growing up, was a guy I watched and was amazing. So you actually got to go to the guy's home. <laughs> yeah, even to this day, I'm pinching myself that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah which, which was great. Now, um... And one of the things that Mickey did is he obviously took the time to do the interview, which was great. It was really kind of him. But when I um, I kind of stayed in touch a little bit via Twitter, and I, I mentioned it was going to be our 50th show, and he recorded something for us. Morning, boys. Um, just like to congratulate Spurs News on uh, achieving 50 episodes. Wonderful achievement. Um, good show. Um, enjoy it. So keep up the good work, guys. And look forward to hearing many more episodes and also appearing on one or two. Cheers, guys. Well done. How about that, man? He's a top bloke, isn't he? And that is quite, that's quite nice listening to that, actually. <laughs> well, he's an absolute legend. But there was two things I took from that. One is he listens. So, hi, yeah. Mickey. Um, and the other thing is it was so kind of him to do that. He says morning, boys, as well. Um, yeah. Mickey sent that as a video. Now, I'm not going to distribute that, but I will send it to you at some point. Okay. When he said, morning, boys, Mickey sent that from his bed and clearly had not long been awake when he decided he'd do that for us. <laughs> okay. 
Mickey, if you're listening, you're a legend. You sleep in Tottenham pajamas, and I am so proud of you. That's awesome. That's so awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was, to be honest with you, I got that message through from him, and I was just like, oh, wow, that's that's so kind. <laughs> this yeah. is someone I worshipped on the football pitch when he was playing for us. And yeah. and to know that he you know took he bothered to take the time, you know, it's just a couple of minutes, but still, he took the time for us. And, and the thing... Really and kind. The th- yeah, really kind. And the thing is, like, I know we've said this before, but I, I, I'm sure it'd be, you'd be hard-pressed to find a person or an ex-player or anybody that, that loves Tottenham as much as he does. You really no, would. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. He, uh, yeah, he'd run through walls for this yeah. club, which yeah. is um, a magical thing. Now, obviously, we've had a crazy season. We were talking about how was me and you started this podcast, talking about the World Cup. But, of course, the main content of this season has been the Premier League. But... One of the things that this podcast has become famous for is its features, and the most famous feature of all is this one. It's Matt Stats. And now it's time for Matt's Stats on the Spurs News Podcast. We could we couldn't have the fifty fiftieth episode without a Matt Stats, could we? <laughs> no, my friend, no, we, no, could we could not. <laughs> no, people would riot. You talked yeah, about we how we we missed a show and people were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, we we missed a Matt Stats a couple of weeks and yeah, wow. <laughs> Did I get some hate? <laughs> do, do, do you know what though, Sam? I don't know if you're the same, but when I when I listen to my, you know, other podcasts and they've got a feature yeah. and they don't do that feature on a particular week, you, you do feel that kind yeah. of sense of disappointment, don't you? You're like, huh? This yeah. is why I, this yeah. is why I tune in every week. You know? <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. It was only yesterday I was listening to Chris Moyles on the radio, and he talked about how whenever he's gone off, whatever show he's done, forever history, whoever's covered for him gets a load of abuse. Mm. And when he comes back, he gets loads of messages like, "Oh, so and so was crap." And he's always sort of like, he said, when I was back in my arrogant days, I took that as a, I'm amazing, people love me. Yeah. He said, but as I've got older, I've come to realise that it's actually, we are all real creatures of habit. Yeah, So absolutely. it's like, if you have a routine, and in the morning, a part of that routine is you listen to a certain person talking the way they do, and all of a sudden that's gone, it's like, nope, hate this, don't like it, don't like it, when are they back? Yeah, yeah I don't, like, yeah. He said, you... <laughs> He's like, you could have anybody in there, you know, you could have literally anything on. It's not the routine, it's not what I like, I don't like it. So yeah, when, we, when we've put out shows and we've missed Matt's stats and people have messaged pretty promptly to say, hey, where was this? I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, yeah, we were, not, we were running late. Don't blame me, don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, we, we try and keep the shows to an hour. We're not keeping this one to an hour, we know that, yeah, but exactly, we try and keep our yeah. shows generally to an hour because sometimes... We go off on tangents. Okay, I I go off on massive tangents, like right now. So I'll shut up, and we're going back to Matt's stats. Do you know what? This is what I love about doing this podcast. And you you, you said at the beginning <coughs> that you know there's quite a few Spurs podcasts out there. But what I like about us, yeah, is there are, yeah. We 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 do go off on a tangent, and we, we'll start talking politics <laughs> occasionally and stuff. But yep. we try to keep it focused on Spurs as much as we we can. We do, we, so? yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we do definitely. We Although do. I could bring up what John Cleese said today because that's been making me laugh. But we right. won't. <laughs> we won't. We'll move on. We'll <laughs> move, move on. on. <laughs> so I thought I just with it with it being a, the the end of the season, kind of. I know we've got a fantastic game to come at the weekend, but 
looking yeah, backwards. Yeah, one more game. Yeah, oh, one more game. game. Do, do we, I mean, are we even going to bother watching that? I mean, it's just know, it's, end it's, of season friendly, mm, Lark, isn't it? Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I might, I might switch it on. I might put it on. Have a little yeah. look. Yeah, what's the highlights after? Yeah. So, so looking looking back, so um, the season just gone. So he had a squad of twenty five, and out of that twenty five, twenty of them were international players. Uh, the average age of the wow. squad twenty seven point one years, so a relatively young squad. Oh, ancient! Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> and this is a Getting value. On that, now. Yeah, exactly. And this is a value that's been given on the on the website I found. So how accurate it is, I'm not sure, but they've given us a total squad value of seven hundred fifty one million. Point nine five. So I reckon that probably sounds about right, doesn't it? Seven hundred fifty million. Um, I reckon Kane's most covers well, covers most of that. I reckon. Yeah, I mean Kane's about two hundred and fifty million yeah. of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Deli Ali about a hundred. Ericsson about a hundred. Yeah. Um, Wan two pound fifty. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, go on, go on, carry on. <laughs> so it was our twenty seventh season in the Premier League. We're one of six teams now that have been in the Premier League since it since it's in. in in what's the word incarnation? Is that the in right all, word? Inauguration. inauguration. There we go. Okay. Yeah. And it's up. It was our forty-first successive uh, season in the top flight. Oh, okay. That seems fair. Yeah, it's not bad. Is it? I think it was, a, was it seven? Hoddle was playing, wasn't he? When we got ready, we, we straight back up again, didn't we? In the, in the 70s, yeah, in the seventies. But I'm 40, so it yeah. happened just before I was born. So I, lucky I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the truth. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So we played overall, uh, in total, all games, all competitions, we played 57 games, uh, we won 33 of them, we drew 5 and we lost 19, which is quite a high number. Surprised me how many we've lost. We lost quite a lot in the league, didn't we? Um, yeah. Our biggest win in the league, now, I, do you know what, I'm completely forgot about this, the 6-2 win over Everton. That's our biggest league win. Yeah, do you remember that we beat Everton 6-2 this, away, this didn't we? This season, yeah, yeah, sorry. And then we beat yeah, Huddersfield... Was... We beat Huddersfield 5-0 I think the game after we sort of went for a real purple patch that was over Christmas that was two days before and I seem to remember we was chanting a song to the Everton fans something like you should have done your, sh- your, your, your Christmas shopping or something <laughs> sort of, something reminds yeah, me of us winding yeah, them up about yeah. you, you shouldn't have really come watch this game <laughs> yeah and to be fair they shouldn't have we hammered them they were awful God, we did uh, but we really did they, they, they got a lot better as the season went on which yeah. is why I got super nervous going into that last game but yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, we uh, yeah, we did give him a right eye in that day. That was nice. Yeah, that I, was fun. Yeah, it was. And do you know? Do you know what? It's funny talking about that last game as well, isn't it? Because it was. It really. You know, you, you, over the course of the season, you're always going to get results. But that could have been so much more nerve wracking. That game could it? It really could yeah, have been. That could have been. Yeah, that could have been hell. Oh, don't. Uh, that was the Spurs of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, a big thank you to all the other teams for beating our rivals on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, exactly, we, we out, were yeah. we were stumbling over the not even stumbling over the line. We were blind drunk, crawling over the line come the end oh, of the season. God, so, it really was. It was that is that yeah. meme, isn't there? The of the um, someone sort of tripping over and then literally tripping over the finish yeah. line, and that that was yeah. us, wasn't it? <laughs> it was just like oh, we managed to do yeah. it, but yeah. I don't know how we did it. But yeah, we, yeah, it, like, it was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, so our, our biggest cup win uh, was a one against Tranmere, seven nil. Yeah, was a, and again, I mean, even yeah. watching that that playoff final and seeing how Mike Dean went mental again, I'm I'm sure there's there's a animosity there towards him and us after walloping his team. <laughs> I really do. That's are, my are theory. We, I'm sticking with that. Are, are we are we throwing a theory out there? 
that Mike Dean hates us because we smashed Tramier. His team seven nil. Yeah, that's that's my. It's, yeah. it, come on, it's got to be a lot into it because we destroyed him. We showed him no mercy in that game, and mm. he he must have hurt. And he's like, right, next time I referee a Spurs match, I'm gonna. And I wonder whether that that might lead into the what you know that time when uh, Pochettino went yeah. mad. There's got to be. Yeah. There's, there's a link there, Sam. There's a link. I can. I can yeah, that's my I'm, theory. I'm taking it to the I'm, FA. I'm with you. I'm taking I'm it to you. the FA, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, yeah, I, I did. I am basically supporting every team that plays Tramier now. Yeah, um, me too. So, yeah, yeah. 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 They're, they're, the new, um, they're, they're joining me with with Macclesfield now until he leaves. <laughs> I'm sure he'll get sacked soon. Or yeah, he'll quit quite. because he's yeah, totally he's too a quitter, good for isn't he? him. Yeah, exactly. We're not he even. Is. Do you know what? Let's not even mention his name on this on this 50th episode. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> no, no. Let's not. Let's let's carry on with our stats. Let's carry on, right? Okay. So in total, in all the competitions, we scored 102 goals. Uh, 67 hmm. goals in the Premier League, 20 goals in the Champions League, which is not the end of, so we could increase that. Eight goals. I in... hope we do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just honestly, I know we're going to talk about it later, but I just, I just, I just don't want to think about it at the moment. I'd, I'd want to think about it, and I don't want to think about it. You know. Yep. There's so much riding on here, so I'll just, yeah. We, well, I know we are going to talk about it. So yeah, 20 goals uh, in 12 <laughs> Champions League games. Uh, eight goals in five League Cup games and seven goals in two FA Cup games. As we mentioned, um, the four yeah. seven of them in the first one, and then we lost to Palace, didn't we? Two 0 and obviously with the League Cup, we went out to Chelsea in the semi final. Uh, so of, yeah. of the of the goals we scored, uh, Kane uh, scored the, the most twenty four with six assists, and then we had Sonny uh, scored twenty goals with nine assists. Uh, Lucas, 15 goals with no assists, which surprised me a little bit. Uh, yeah, that is quite surprising. Yeah. Uh, Ericsson, uh, 10 goals with 16 assists. Yeah. <laughs> not bad, is it? And uh, Lorente, um, eight, 8 goals with 5 assists. Where um, where was Delhi out of interest? Yeah, well, I, do you know what, Sam? I only wrote the top 5. I got the top 5 down, yeah, but he well, wasn't, well, he wasn't near the top you, 5. Yeah, yeah. He surprised me. I, I think, yeah, one of the things I think this season has been is... Actually, although we've just talked about a couple of times we tonked teams, we haven't yeah. scored enough, which I think no. is a major thing. Um, yeah, well, we'll talk about that a bit more. Yeah, of course, of course. So, uh, from a defense, defensive point of view, we uh, had 19 clean sheets this season. 15 of them went to Hugo Lloris, and four of them went to Gazaniga. He didn't, just play, he didn't play too bad, did he, old Gazaniga? Nah, he did all right. I remember earlier in the season, people were saying what a rubbish idea it was to play him. <laughs> Where yeah, are they now, oh, eh, mate? Yeah. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is the thing, Sam, about doing a podcast, isn't it? Right? My opinions, unfortunately, are being recorded for, for forevermore. Yeah. So whereas I can for, for claim I never said yeah. I never said that I never said that. Now I can't. I could just like nope. people could just go back and go. You said Lloris was cra- uh, Gazzaniga was rubbish, and he should know it never go near the first team and. Now I've got to yeah. admit I've changed yeah. my mind. Which is, do you know what? It's just, if you admit you change your mind, that's fine, isn't it? If you're, I think yeah. the people, the people you worry about, the people who stick by their guns, no matter what, no matter what evidence or any uh, whatever's put in front of them. No, no, I'm, I, and I'm happy to admit I got it wrong with Gazaniga. I did. I, I, I yeah. just, yeah. I, I, I thought that I didn't realise how badly warm would disintegrate. <laughs> you know, he really, yeah, really just, yeah. he had just, a very bad year. Really bad year, didn't he? And 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 Gazaniga, I mean, 
I, I looked. I know one. I don't know if it was, I did it in one of my stats or one of the one of the uh, one of the times we we talked about it. And and I looked at his his um, record for Southampton and when he played for the uh, Spanish team as well. Yeah, and he, and he was awful. He was awful. Yeah, you know. But it's obviously the the, the goal uh, Poch and the goalkeeping uh, uh, coaching staff. They've just done wonders with him, haven't they? And yeah, I mean, I think Tony Jimenez obviously identified him as somebody he could improve, um, and he has definitely improved him. Um, but also, there's an element of playing with better players, of course, which always helps. Yeah, I imagine a goalkeeper behind Toby and Jan is always going to feel better than behind you know certain other defenders. Um, yeah, so yeah, absolutely. He, he he has he has proven to be a very very good backup and I think has pushed just because if nothing else he he's done well across all the levels but his distribution I think is a little bit better than Hugo. Yeah, I agree. So I, I absolutely I, agree. So because of that, I think that's helping push because you know if if you've got a goalkeeper who's hitting your levels for all the stuff you do well, plus is doing something better, then you've got to really kick on and. Um, Hugo has had a a really topsy turvy season, mm, mm. Um, so I, I yeah it can only be a good thing that Gaza's there pushing him. Would you would you though if someone if someone said to you right okay we we lose Lloris get I don't know thirty million for him that we can use in a player and have Gazaniga yeah. as a number one next season? How would you feel about that? To be honest with you, I wouldn't actually. If someone said that at the start of last you know the start of the season just ending. I, I'd have laughed. I'd have thought it was an absolute madness. Um, to be honest with you, now I I think any top team needs to have a top goalkeeper. And Hugo Lloris, World Cup went in, captain, uh, very very good goalkeeper. But if he was to leave, I wouldn't I wouldn't see it as the end of the world if Gazaniga was our first choice. Really, it could be. Yeah, I I think it could be a season where we look back and regret it that we didn't replace Hugo. But when you look at the fact that a goalkeeper enhancement to Hugo is going to cost you eighty to a hundred million now, mm. it's it's quite. It would make sense that the club, using our current tactics of developing and training and improving players, Gazaniga is the one who's promoted. And like I just said, he has in every game he's played this season. When Vaughan was stepping in, like like when we first signed Vaughan, when he'd come in, I never felt like, oh no, our so you know our reserve goalkeeper's in. I felt quite comfortable with him. That slowly deteriorated over time, like his level drop. Now he's got older, obviously, and this season, any time Vaughan was on the team sheet, I was nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, genuinely, I was. I felt uh, we're not as good. When Gazaniga was in, the first game felt that way. But within two games, I was actually, no, this kid's doing really, really well. And appears to be confident, he appears to command the defence. So that that whole nervousness of, you know, if Lloris, so for example, Champions League final, I would like Lloris in goal. If he got injured tomorrow and Gazaniga started, I wouldn't feel, you know, what's the point, Gazaniga's in goal. I'd still feel okay. If both of them got injured and Vaughn started, I'd be pretty much thinking, Do you know what? What else we'd, is we'd, on? We'd. I might watch something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this could get embarrassing. Britain's got talents on on the Saturday. Britain's <laughs> got talent. I'll, I'll screw that. I'll watch the football. <laughs> God, us getting dicked twenty nil by Liverpool would still be better than Britain's got talent. Like, Jesus. 
Oh, I don't do reality TV. <laughs> I do all these shows. Oh, no, I can't. My, my daughter makes me watch Strictly Come Dancing every year, and that's just hell. It's an endurance oh, test. Hell. It is hell for me. That really is. Because my daughter's of an age, she does all these different dance classes, and she, she now critiques them. But she can't just critique them and say it, and that's it. She has to critique them and have me agree with her. Oh, you know, that person wasn't pointing their hands, Dad. Did you see that? Well, what? No, I didn't see it. Oh, well, let me rewind it. Oh, no, don't bloody rewind it. Just just watch it. Yeah, I saw it. They're terrible. So that's how that goes. Yeah, hell. Absolute hell oh. for me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back, back to your stats. <laughs> right, so there's, there's, there's one more, mate. So it's just the, the bad side of it with the discipline. So... Uh, yellow oh, yeah. cards. Who would you who do you think got the most yellow cards this season? Who would be your guess? Um, normally, I'd go Wanyama or Dyer, but they were both injured a lot. Um, yeah. And obviously, the most obvious person again would be Lamella, but he was injured a lot. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm gonna Lamella. go. I'm gonna go Delhi. No, Danny Rose. Okay, Danny Rose. Danny, Danny. Eight, yeah. eight yellow cards. And then you yeah, had I can six, see that. <laughs> yeah, six with Kane, uh, Sizoko five, and Vatonga five. They were the top four uh, yellow, Harry uh, yellow Kane. card. Yeah, old oh, Harry Kane. Harold. Yeah. He likes a yellow, doesn't he, Harry Kane? But then that's part of his game, isn't it? He just gets stuck in, doesn't he? And He does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then red cards. Uh, we There's four players that all join at all top with their one red card, and two of them got, them, got one, in one in the same game. <laughs> Son yeah. and, uh, so, Juan Foyth. Sun Hun Min, uh, did Sissoko get sent off this no, season? No, it wasn't Sissoko. Who were the other two? Uh, Hugo Lloris. Jan Vertonghen. And Jan Vertonghen. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, I remember. Yeah. So yeah, Super Yang got sent off against Arsenal. That's he, right. He was, he was me in that moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're losing this game. Oh, I'm going to hit somebody. Just, just to, yeah, take one. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter now. As long as I hurt yeah. them and I get the red card. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm going to get red card and I could do with a couple of days off. I'm going to go hurt someone. Yeah, yeah I am I am super Jan in that moment. Um, mate, thank you. I, I enjoyed no worries, Matt's mate. stats. Oh, uh, the Matt's stats season review. Um, of course... The season, do you have any kind of real... If I was to say to you, what do you think was your highlight of the season so far? You know, talking about the Premier League, because we'll talk about the Champions League later. So focusing on domestic stuff, what would be your highlight domestically from the season, do you think? I, I, I know I, I know, I did mention it earlier, but that probably the, probably the Everton game, because, you know, it was yeah. it was just... For, you know, this is playing Everton away, and it's never it's never easy playing Everton away. And just to completely no. smash them like we did, you know, we yeah. we was hitting an absolute purple patch there, and yeah, um, I mean, there there were there were a few, actually, you know what? That is that game and the other one. If thinking back, the Man United away game, that was another highlight yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. Beating them three 0 because the first half we 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 struggled in the first half, if I can remember right. And yeah. I was thinking this isn't going to end pretty, and then yeah, we just end up scoring three goals well, and just destroying. I, I, that was the one I was going to pick because yeah. to me it felt like such a a change in in us as a club and Manchester United as well perhaps but I remember the Ferguson era of United where basically us getting a result at Old Trafford was about as rare as rocking or shit <laughs> so it, it was like ridiculous and the amount of times I'd watch us batter them like we'd be all over them our team would be playing the best I've seen them play all season 
they'd suddenly just get the ball and score. And I'd be like, what? Yeah. Oh, okay, we're back on top. Okay, come on, guys. We can get this equaliser. Get this equaliser. And United have got the ball. Oh, it's 2-0. And I'd be like, oh, for, you know, game over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we got battered in that first half. And we kind of hung on and hung on and hung on. And then next thing you know, we just get a few chances and we're, we've won 3-0. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. the glee and the delight that gave me because it was them and how many times I watched us. I remember us being 3-0 up at half-time against them and losing 5-3. Oh, God, yeah. That, yeah, those kind of things so, happened, didn't it? Yeah. So the the sheer delight of that was just wonderful. And Ferguson was there, sat up in the stands, I think. Yeah. So yeah. seeing his red nose, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Uh, that was that was my highlight. Now, if you were to pick a domestic low for this season, what would be your domestic low point? I mean, it's a few, isn't there? I mean, it's been, it's been a few. I mean, it's been a good <laughs> season. Few, oh, no. Yeah, no, but it has been a good yeah. se- It has been a good season. I don't want to kind of like come it from a negative point of view, but you know, I mean, look, we're, we're in the final of the Champions League. We've got top four, but you know, maybe I don't know, maybe that defeat to Arsenal, you know, at yeah, their that's ground. Mine. Yeah, it yeah. just it, because we, we just didn't seem up for it, you know, and I, yeah. I, it really surprised me. And and they were and. You, I mean, yeah. you, you look at you look at the end of the game, and, and we we mock them for the fact that they they were taking selfies and they were going crazy, yeah. and, and and to them, I I, I don't want to you know it, it can be a really dangerous thing to get all cocky and stuff, but I, yeah. I do I do feel like that would have been us maybe a, a, a three or four seasons ago, you know, like going definitely, cra- definitely and, and so been, yeah. and so you feel like the tables have turned. But but then yeah we 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 just we just didn't seem up for it we just didn't there wasn't the intensity no. from us and these North London derbies are the ones that uh, it's, look at look at West Ham like you know and, and that's another a low for me when we lost you know lost to them and you know conceded the first goal at our new stadium and the first defeat yeah. at our new stadium and and they were up for it they were just you know that West Ham they were, yeah. I know it's the old cliche and people say it's their cup final but it is their cup final and and you know I, I feel yeah. like. We, we, it's all right us raising our raising our game, you know, uh, against some of the you know, like the like the Man United game. But we need to be raising our raising our game for all of them, don't we? You know, especially especially the London derbies. They're the ones where we should really be getting you'd be getting the best out of us. Like like they they raise yeah. their game, you know. Yeah. Well, we talked about it before, and I mentioned it. One of the uh, you know, for all my jokes by Alex Ferguson, I respect him as probably the greatest manager in the history of the game. Mm. Um, and I read his book when his book came out and one of the chapters which just stuck with me so much and it has stuck with me for years is he talks about signing players and the difficulty of explaining to especially foreign players coming into the league of how things would be for Manchester United and what he said was not arrogantly every team will raise their game because they are playing against the best team so that means that every game you play you have got to be on it because every team that's coming to play you want to be the team that beats Man United. Mm, they want yeah. to be they want to put one over you. Of course. And with us in our new stadium especially, that was the, you know, everybody coming down at new stadium was like we want to spoil the party. We mm. want to be the first to score. We want to be the first to win there. And the, the team this season, we talked about it loads for every podcast. Fatigue, mental, physical, it was just there. And the World Cup, and we talked about it from day one. The manager said it from day one. I've not had the players here for a couple of weeks. They're tired. And so from literally the start of the season, our squad has been kind of (laughs) just aiming to get over the line. 
Yeah. And and we've done that domestically. Domestically, we have achieved that, and that's you know I think we got all the way to the League Cup, losing the you know losing on penalties, etc. And just domestically, it has been an okay season for us now. Given the levels we're at, it has been kind of par, and that this is yeah. kind of where we'd like to be. Worst case scenario, the amount of defeats. I think everyone can look at that and go, "Incredible, isn't it?" If you yeah. want to, yeah, that's that's mad. Um, the thing that um, I think the big thing you're know, talking about the scum, uh, sorry, Arsenal, <laughs> is last season we were light years ahead of them. This season they got a new manager. They have closed that gap. They spent some money. They've closed the gap. But I can't make my mind up if they've improved that gap closed or if by us not improving and the sheer level of fatigue we've kind of slipped a little bit ourselves i think it's possibly a combination of the two yeah and which and which means we can address it no of course and you know you you look at the you look at the end of the season and the arsenal that that we've known in the past they wouldn't have lost that amount of games at the end i mean like you you, you look at you know years no, you look no. at years gone by when we used to get pit to the top four by mm. them you know we'd be yeah. in a strong position comes the last yeah. game of the season all we need to do is win and then we were in the top four and then somehow we we managed to f- f- to lose and they all yeah. and you knew they'd win you'd, you'd knew there's no it's not yeah, point even yeah. trying to factor in the fact Arsenal losing but the last the last few games they've been terrible haven't they I mean they lost to Leicester yeah. didn't they they lost to Crystal Palace yeah. and the Arsenal of like a few years ago wouldn't have lost them games so we we would have they would have comfortably finished above us so, so yeah, I, I, I don't yeah. think they've they've improved greatly. It, it probably, it probably is like you say, the, a lot to do with the fact that we haven't signed anyone and fatigue just come into it. I mean, we talked about it before. Yeah. I mean, Sonny played in three international tournaments mm. this season. Yeah. Three, three international tournaments. Yeah. In, you know, no wonder he's exhausted. You know, yeah. oh, it's, yeah, it's no insane. Yeah. You know, and and we've had we've we've had it we've is. had quite a lot of injuries this season. You know, at key times, and. Uh, it's it's meant it's meant it's meant the squad is threadbare and, and you know you look at Winks and Sissoko they were playing week in week out cup games you know league yeah. games they were having to play because there was literally nobody else and then obviously we yep. lose Winks to injury and then we lose Sissoko to injury we, we just we struggle but it's like we said earlier you know we've we've kind of limped over but we have limped over we are at, we are yeah. in the Champions League next season which is the main thing isn't it it, it uh, is and that that's kind of that's kind of the thing is. If you, we, me and you talked probably at the start, and I haven't gone back and listened, but I'm sure it'd be there where we talked about what our, what would keep us happy. Mm. And I think finishing above Arsenal is secondary, really. It's, it's just great to do that because yeah. it's a bit of fun. For mm. us as fans, it's kind of, we can just smile at them, um, which is <laughs> nice. I got a friend who we've been doing dares. She's got to wear a Tottenham shirt for a week um, <laughs> yeah. to, to all of her family engagements and all of her family are diehard Arsenal fans. Awesome. So that should be fun. Um, her, her other her her husband um, is a Tottenham fan as well, so he's oh, filming. But he's loving it. Um, <laughs> he is. He is. He's got a massive grin on his face every time I've spoke to him. So yeah, that's fun. But yeah, so that's that's the only real thing. That's for us. That's nothing to do with the club, really. You know. Like the club getting the top four was just so important. The new stadium, everything. And if you look at the income levels from the Champions League this season, the fact we've made the final, it's insane. Mm. You know, that is not an income we'd have the club would have at all gone, right, we can we can sort of earmark a good eighty million because we'll you know, we'll definitely make the semis. 
no way on earth. You know, the club have basically far overachieved in the Champions League compared to where we thought we'd be. Yeah. So it's going to be a massive bonus. Um, I think from us as fans, we just want to see this massive bonus be reinvested. But I mean, this season domestically, we just talked about it. The fact we got Champions League, that's all we can say really, because it's been a real stuttering it really has. Um, stop-start campaign. And it's mm. kind of one of those campaigns you'd love to just go, do you know what, that's done, let's, yeah. let's forget it and move Absolutely. on. Absolutely. The absolute best way of this season being remembered will just be if we win the Champions League because not one person in 20, 30 years is going to go, oh yeah, 2018-19, oh yeah, lost 13 games in the league. Mm, Won yeah. the Champions League, but yeah. those 13 games really annoyed me. Yeah, no one's going to give a crap. <laughs> All it's going to be is we won the Champions League that year. What happened in the FA Cup? Don't give don't us care. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember us entering. I think yeah. we just we, we skipped just it, opted out. Yeah, we did a Man we United. Said, no, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. We don't want to be in that this year. You, you lot carry on. We got bigger fish to fry, and we won it. Yeah, so that'd be um, that's that's got to be the aim. But we were talking about obviously the squad and everything. One of the big things about the squad is uh, the players who left out on loan. So I've got a bit of an update here for those who went away. Do you want an update on our players that are out on loan? Good, because here it is. A loan update. We had nine players go out on loan this season. Um, I'm going to start with the one I've been struggling to pronounce all year. <laughs> I bet you hope he moves on, don't you, at the end of the season, sir? <laughs> he has. Oh, he has. Oh, he Connor, Connor Olgilvy. Oh, Connor Olgilvy spent this season on loan at Gillingham. He spent last season on loan at Gillingham. Connor has now left Tottenham on a permanent transfer and has signed for Gillingham. Um, awesome. To be honest with you, he was a good fullback for us at the academy level. Uh, under twenty threes, he was a very, very good leader amongst the younger players. Uh, first team football, he's enjoyed it. He's been moved into a more central defensive position, the left side central defender. He's had a fairly good season for Gillingham, and they've signed him from us. Um, best good of luck, luck to him. him. Good luck to um, him. Nice, nice guy. Uh, you know, wish him all the best in his career, but it, it was never going to work for us. Um, the next person I want to talk about is George's Kevin Unkudu. Remember him? Oh, yeah, blimey. <laughs> yeah. We sent him on loan to Monaco. Um, apologies to Monaco for that. <laughs> uh, he has he has been unsurprisingly crap oh, for Jesus. Monaco. Oh. Um, I'm going to be really blunt in this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, well, you're going to be blunt. <laughs> Yeah, I've tried. I've tried in the past to just kind of be like, oh, you know, he's played a couple of games, yeah. not really had a much chance. If he's unable to get in the Monaco team in a very, very poor current Monaco team playing in France, he ain't good enough to make our bench. Yeah. He ain't good enough to be involved. Yeah. Um, he got one hell of an assist for us this season, which we all loved. But at the same time, no. You, you you can't. He needs to go. Uh, I've got to the point where even if we free transferred him and took a financial hit, just get him out of the club. Yeah, yeah. That's my opinion. Anyway, um, Marcus Edwards. Marcus went to Excelsior in uh, which is Rotterdam in Holland. Um, there's two parts of this update. First part, Excelsior got relegated from the top flight in Holland. Are oh, you kidding? Yeah. So so read into that what you want, <laughs> <laughs> but. 
in in that relegation season, uh, Marcus, I think, was brilliant. Um, he he has been great for them. He you know he's been playing at first team level, albeit in Holland, but it is a first team level, so it is definitely a step up from academy football. Mm. But by the time I got to watch a number of games, so at the start of the season, you could tell he was kind of. Uh, not really fitting in properly or just not really bedding in. Around Christmas time, there was a big article written about how the coaches there showed him videos of Jaden Sancho and had basically said to him, here's a kid in Germany tearing it up. Everyone said you were better. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the yeah. hell's going on? <laughs> um, the difference is, Marcus, he's working. What are you doing? And apparently, his whole attitude changed. He absolutely knuckled down. He was there first in training, last to leave, and has been that way for the rest of the season. Wow. And his performances, every time I've watched, has been first rate. It is like watching him when he was in the academy side. And he, you know, although he was the youngest in our under-18s at the point I first started watching him, he was like 16. He looked the class above everybody. Mm. and it was like watching him like that again dribbling past people uh drawing fouls uh scoring goals getting assists uh dan and admin for spurs news pointed out to me you know they were losing recently came off the bench got two assists and they won the game wow so he is a game changer he is a player with all of the ability in the world to do it it has always been about him being focused now he's got a year left on his deal so his contract expires over summer 2020 if he's going to stay with the club, he'll need to sign a new deal. It's possible they might look to do another season on loan, but with a championship side or maybe even better, a Premier League team, um, if he'll sign a new deal. The reason why I'm saying if is because, obviously, Mauricio really laid into him about his attitude. Um, whether he's taken that in the way it was meant and is willing to come back and work and prove Mauricio, look, I'm worthy of a new deal, involve me. Yeah. Or if he's got in his head, he wants to leave. Uh, yesterday on his official Twitter account, he basically posted a YouTube clip show of himself in Excelsior. A few people just sort of thought, oh, that's really good. I thought, you're you're kind of just showing off now. Um, or, or kind of putting yourself in the shop window. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Marcus. I'd like him to stay. I'd like him to get a new deal, and I'd like him to be involved in the first team. But... I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Kazias, yeah, it is. Yeah, Kazias Sterling went to Sunderland in January. Uh, he had a few injuries at the start of the year. He got some first-team football at Sunderland. Not a massive amount. Um, I kind of hoped he'd be starting pretty much every game, but he didn't. Um, he didn't feature as much as I would have liked, like I said. So, a bit difficult to draw a conclusion, really. Uh, very talented, but he needs an opportunity for a run of games somewhere. Um, I think he's still got a couple of years left on his current deal, so quite possible we'll see him go out on a full loan again next season. And hopefully, even if it's sort of... Because this was League One itself, so even if it's just someone, but as long as it's someone who's going to play him every week, mm. he's definitely got the ability to score goals. Um, but, I don't know, he needs that chance. Someone who did get chance eventually was Carter Vickers. Cameron Carter Vickers went on loan to Swansea, uh, was in and out of the team, not really getting a position, but then injuries to their central defenders meant that he started every game from a sort of Christmas onwards. And like I've said so many times, young players need games because once he started every game, by the end of the season, uh, most Swansea fans will agree, he, he was great. So, 
It's an interesting one with him. Uh, Cameron Cotter-Vickers is now a full USA international. He's completed three seasons of loans, two in the championship, playing consistently. Um, the errors in his game, which was keeping him from first-team contention, are now all but eradicated. He's learnt a lot playing in the championship. Um, physically, he's not the tallest defender, but he is strong as hell. Um, he's not too bad with the ball at his feet. He is still good in the air, although not that tall. Um, he's homegrown because he's been in our academy the whole time. So even though he's a USA international, he is still classed as homegrown. I genuinely don't know what they're going to do with Cameron. Because I personally, because I've seen him develop through the academy, I wouldn't feel like he'd let us down as a backup playing in the League Cup, FA Cup, etc. Being involved in the first team squad. But at the same time, I think... If you're looking at us being a club now that's hoping to challenge every season in the Champions League, it's possible that we might see Carter Vickers leave this summer and a player get signed to further strengthen that first team squad. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, we put. You know, we Pochettino, put, I don't know. I was going to say, we'd probably command a decent fee for him, wouldn't we? But not that I say, not, not I'm particularly saying that I want no, to see him go. But no, this, no this, but I, I think you're mm. right, yeah. This is the difficult if thing, you, isn't it? You, it's a massively different thing, mm. and different managers, it's difficult to judge, because, for example, Jose Mourinho sells him. <laughs> you know, Jose sells him and demands the board goes out and buys him a £50 million defender for the bench. Mm. Um, Pochettino would rather keep a close, tight-knit squad of players and personalities that he gets on with, and he'd always rather supplement the first team with academy players who are hungry and are driven to, to get, you know, or, you know, you cut them and they bleed Tottenham. Mm. Carter Vickers is in that mould. You know, Carter Vickers will run through walls for the manager if he tells him. So it's infinitely possible that um, just for wonderfulness sake, we retain Toby, signs a new deal. Toby and Jan, for me, will remain first choice defenders next season with Sanchez and Foyth pushing them. Now, a central defender-wise, if you put Carter Vickers into that, one, he adds a homegrown player to central defence, which we don't currently have for the first-team squad. Um, but also, like I just said, if he's fifth choice in amongst it or is in amongst it to, to challenge and just generally be there for League Cup, FA Cup, rotation, etc., then I think, I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah. But... For, from us as a team point of view, for Cameron Carter Vickers' point of view, he'll want to be playing. You know, mm. he's had two seasons playing in the Championship every week. Is he going to want to be? Yeah, I'll be the fifth guy. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, um, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So so difficult. The next one very similar. Josh Onama. Um, I'm a big fan of Josh's, but this season it was kind of his opportunity to really show everyone what he can do. Sheffield Wednesday took him on loan with a view of him being a box-to-box you know, midfielder. It was his chance to go, look, I am this guy, I am what Tottenham need. Uh, he's done both his hamstrings this season. He did his right one, recovered, came back, did his left one. <laughs> mm. um, it's difficult because injuries can happen to any player. Some of the greatest players in our history have had like at least one season where they were just injury-savaged, but then came back brilliant. I fear it's just happened at the wrong time for Josh and we're going to see him move on. Sheffield Wednesday are actually trying to sign him, which I think is a testament to what they think of him, uh, even though he's been injured a lot this season. They clearly rate him. Um, Financial-wise, 
who knows what sort of money would be available for, for them to buy him or for us wanting to sell. But I think Josh's time with us is up. A bit sad for me personally, but yeah. I think it is up. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Um, you, you look at um, you look at players, uh, don't you, that uh, could make it or couldn't make it, and you wonder, yeah. you know, what, what like has some like you know, I've had friends in the past. I was thinking, how how are you not not a professional football player? You know, but yeah. I think some of it just comes down to luck. I think I'm not saying it's all luck. I don't say you don't yeah. you don't you don't massive. become a professional for it because of luck, but luck plays a massive part. I think and. Unfortunately, yeah. like you say, for Josh, it's just he's just been unlucky, hasn't he? You know. Yeah, yeah, he has. Mm. Uh, luck in timing. I mean, massively. Yeah. I mean, I can talk for myself. I mean, I was signed to a. It's rugby, not football. I was signed to a, a professional rugby contract, and then I was in a car crash, mm. and they ripped my contract up. Mm. Um, literally, you know, it was within thirty days of signing, cooling off period. Um, you know, contracts up. Now, I, I've said this all my life. I could have gone through the rehab and everything and gone back to him, but I just had this real anger yeah. <laughs> about it and I just kind of like stuck two fingers up to them and carried on living my life but yeah timing massively you know that my life would have been completely different if I hadn't been for that accident so you know what what might have been what could have been but yeah you're, you're right there's there's hard work there's dedication and then there's also you need that little bit of luck mm. and unfortunately I think for Josh with us I don't think he's had that bit of luck and unfortunately I think this summer we will we will see him move on the other person, uh, the next person I want to talk about, Shayan Harrison, who went down to the land down under. G'day, mate. <laughs> uh, Shayan went to uh, Melbourne City. Uh, he's banged in a few goals. He's looked good. Uh, the level is not good. I was going to say, I think we could probably bang in a few goals if we went over there, couldn't we? <laughs> I, I'd, I'd certainly be able to... Yeah, I'd, I'd hold my own, I think. Um, yeah, the, the level... Uh, yeah, Australian football... I'd, it's a bit of a loan to nothing, really. His contract's up this summer. Um, I would be shocked if Shayon's with us next season. Uh, best of luck to him, but I'd, I'd be absolutely shocked. Now, the next two I'm going to talk about are two players who I desperately want to see given a shot with the first team. Um, Anthony Giorgio, who went on loan to Atletico the Levante, and Sam Shashua, which I'm saying wrong, I know I am, but he went alone to Atletic Belerez. Um, these are these are clubs in like the second tier, uh, which is then divided divided up into sort of divisions in Spain. Um, seems strange loans, really. It's kind of like, well, why send them there? And the main reason, I, I remember reading an article from uh, Tottenham Scout, which basically said, these players are very gifted technically players, and we want them to play in a league which encourages football you know, not you go down to League Two in England, you're just going to get your shins broke. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? Sure. Um, so we want them to go, we want them to play every single week. We want them to be able to express themselves, gain confidence of doing that in a first team environment. Uh, they've both gone. They've both done brilliantly. I mean, I think you saw Anthony Giorgio before he went in January, and you were quite impressed with him. Yeah, very impressed. If yeah. I remember correctly, yeah, yeah. very impressed. Um, both wide players, both skillful, both get a lot of assists, both get score goals. Um, they will both come in for the for the preseason tour. I'm sure of it. They'll both get their chance to impress the boss. Um, but those are two people to look out for: Anthony Giorgio and Sam Shashua. I'm saying his name wrong, but I don't care. Uh, his brother, also Sam Shashua, his brother is also in the academy and a very good player. Um, so that's all the players who went out on loan. There's one player I want to mention quickly. Uh, he didn't go out on loan. Uh, his contract's up this summer and looks like he's leaving. 
and his name is Jack Rolls. Um, scores, he scores goals. goals. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of gutted. Um, I've really, really enjoyed watching Jack play for us at every level, under 18, under 23. And I was convinced he was the sort of player that would make the step up to our first team squad. Uh, the reason he hasn't is because he hasn't signed the new deal. But I'm told he hasn't even been offered one. So I don't know whether this kid, you know, away from the football pitch is an asshole or something. But <laughs> around around the ground when I've seen him play and... I, I know people who, who spend a lot of time with the academy squad have all got nothing but good things to say. So I, I'm very, very shocked at this. There, there's perhaps some unbelievable arrogance at play that just thinks he ain't going to go anywhere. But, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. His name's Jack Rolls. Um, we'll see what happens this summer, see where he ends up. I'd love us to retain him, but um, I've got a feeling that that ship sailed. So yeah, there, there we go. That was the loan update. Um, I'm tired now. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for that, who, Seth. Who would? Yeah, who who would like to instead of listening to me for a while? Okay, you're gonna have to listen to me a little bit. But how would you like to listen to a absolutely lovely woman from Spurs Ladies? And I can still call them that for a couple more weeks. <laughs> uh, Anna Philby. Anna is a member of the Spurs Ladies squad that have earned promotion, and I'm delighted to say. We got her in for an interview for this, the Spurs News 50th podcast, and here she is. That's right. Here come the girls. It's time to talk Spurs ladies. Hello, and uh, this is the Spurs News uh, 50th episode special. I am joined, I'm delighted to say, by Anna Philby. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, okay. Um, it's it's sun shining today. Yeah, and it's lovely. That, that all, yeah, always improves my mood, no yeah, matter what. Definitely. Um, we are here today talking about Spurs ladies, and I can still say that for a couple more weeks. I think <laughs> only a couple. <laughs> yeah, only a couple, and then that's it. Gone. Um, talking about Spurs ladies because you've had a pretty amazing season. <laughs> Fair to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for anyone listening who hasn't kept up with the ladies team, shame on you for a start. <laughs> and we do updates across all of the various pages we have on Facebook, Twitter, and obviously our website. And we talk about it on the podcast. So the purpose of today, really getting you on was to talk about that season, talk about the future, obviously yeah. talk a bit about yourself. So let's very, very briefly to anyone who's listening, who hasn't followed the ladies team, they, you Spurs ladies, Tottenham Hotspur women, as will be known as, have one promotion, have one promotion to the top flight. How does that feel? Dream come true, really. (laughs) Yeah, I I bet. Crazy feeling. Crazy it is. At at the start of the season, when you were sort of pre-season and you were getting ready, did you have kind of like goals set? You know, this is where we want to be at the end. And was promotion talked about? I think it was just do as best as we can but yeah we knew we had a good squad training yeah. pre-season you could tell our squad was very good but when we started our first couple of games winning winning yeah then we started promotion started to come in the question <laughs> yeah it's good well I mean over the I mean it was a fantastic season but do you have any particular season highlights 
oh, it's probably got to be the ones where we've won by well, well, like, yeah, I hope minute, so. Yeah, late, <laughs> late winners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, speak about the Millwall, the Palace. Yeah, they were crazy. Uh, any any one stands out for you personally? Any sort of moment for you over the season which kind of stands out? Well, probably the Millwall one because it's a big game. If we if we didn't get the three, they were an important three points, and yeah. I, I did shed a tear. <laughs> oh, we scored. yeah, it got a bit emotional. <laughs> hey, no, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are there are many a person listening to this who have shed a tear over a yeah. goal recently. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and. For, for you personally, yeah. how are you finding... Because obviously one of the big things that I've often stressed about the, the ladies' team and the squad is you are playing for Tottenham, representing the club, but also all of you are working. Uh, some of you are parents. <laughs> some yeah. of you are in education, which I think you still are. I am, yeah. How have you found balancing that this year? And is, I mean, has it been tough has it been because obviously as the season's gone on I imagine the pressure's gone up a bit because all of a sudden we are in that promotion race yeah have you found it difficult or has it been okay yeah of course it's been difficult but I think we're so fortunate to be in the position we're actually in yeah and yeah to be doing what we love everyone faces challenges in their career but I think it's important to focus about like also what comes after football so Everything yeah. we're doing now is just to help us in the future, really. Obviously, we want to be footballers, professional footballers. Hopefully, we can say that next season. But yeah. definitely, we've got to focus on both. But yeah, it, it's, been, it's been difficult. But the club gives us loads of support. And my, personally, my college has been excellent. So, I mean, that's great to hear that the club support as well. I mean, because yeah, that's... It's something I think in the past often was criticised both in the men's and the women's game. Um, yeah. Especially in the men's with like younger players. Uh, yeah. They sort of started coming through and then all of a sudden they're dropped and they've got nothing to fall back on. Um, but I, yeah. I think I think judging from all the, the stuff I've read, the club as a whole do a lot better with that. And I think clubs generally are. Yeah, they hold education very highly. So. Oh, good. Well, yeah. well, I'm asking to hear. So, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing, like I just said, over the season with the promotion stuff coming on, I guess that's kind of a pressure that's enjoyable, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like yeah. them pressure games, they're the ones you want to play in. They're the ones yeah. you want to feel, and that's why you play football, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And I mean, uh, towards the end of the season, I mean, I was, uh, I got to couple, and I've, I've watched obviously the scores coming in. Uh, yeah. The Twitter, whoever runs the Twitter account, does a great job, and there's uh, <laughs> a yeah. there's like a Twitter account as well for like the supporters for the women's yeah. team. Uh, yeah, they, we've got they, great fans, yeah. Yeah, they are great. Um, yeah, they are. Very dedicated, home and away, and uh, some of the tweets. Because obviously the official account has to, you know, be a little bit more reserved, I think. You know, hey, we've yeah. scored a goal. Whereas the fan one's like, <laughs> done it! Like 93rd minute. I know. Yeah. yeah. It is fun to follow. Um, now, obviously, I, I did mention it a little bit earlier on, and I talk about this, and it's going to take me a while to stop doing it, but obviously I reference cool. Spurs ladies all the time. Yeah. And from next season, it's going yeah. to be Tottenham Hotspur women. It is. What, what, do you, what do you think about that change? Because from the outside, if, if, for example, the people listening to this, a lot of the Spurs fans who haven't followed the women's game at all are, yeah. are possibly wondering, well, Spurs ladies is quite a good name. You know, what's... Why? Why the change? Are you excited by a change? What What's your thinking behind it? Uh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's great. It's a great step in the right direction for the club, and yeah. 
yeah, it's just a great time to be around and really playing for Spurs at this. Yeah, what's going to be a new era for us? It's going to be great. Do you think it's um it sort of ties the club closer together, like the the men's and the women's team, by having them both Tottenham Hotspur? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, That's exactly what what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it is great, and I mean, it's it is exciting to see because I mean, the, obviously, the the men's team have a game coming up. I don't know if you're aware. I don't know if anyone oh. listening's aware of that. There's there's like one game left of the season. Don't even know if I'll bother. You know, because it's just you know what's what's the point? But um, it is great at the moment with the with the stadium opening you know everything that's going on and with you you got your team earning promotion it's just phenomenal it's like a really great feeling about everything how I mean this is probably the most ridiculous question in the world but how happy are you and the squad about that or how excited are you about that promotion oh we are so excited (laughs) But like, just to have the opportunity next season to be playing in the WSL is going to be crazy. Like, yeah. we see it. WSL is improving every year. It's getting yeah. better and better. And to be able to pl- say we might be able to play in that next season against yeah. some of the best players in the world is going to be crazy. Well, that's it. I mean, again, for the uneducated listening, WSL is Women's Super League. It is, yeah. Yes, there you go. See, I, I was so no. nervous then. I said, for the uneducated listening, and then I had that moment of utter doubt. I was like, if you get this wrong, you're going to sound like a prat. <laughs> but never mind, you're okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the Women's Super League, and I mean, I think we've, uh, this season in one of the Cups, played, uh, it was Man City? Yeah, we played Man City and Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I'm guessing when you played those teams this season, it kind of felt, that's the level. That's where Yeah, you understand be. it, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm guessing in the Women's Super League, I mean, they are all the clubs there are, are full-time professional or is there still yeah. a mix? No, it's a re- requirement. You have to be full-time to play in that yeah. league. So. So, so so, this is going to be an exciting summer. <sighs> Very exciting summer. Yeah, well, no, that's yeah. great. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled for all the news of that. I'm guessing the club will announce things as and when. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be fun to look out for. But, I mean, overall, just focusing back on yourself then, this season, one of the things we talked about when we spoke, first of all, which I still can't believe, I said this to you a minute ago, it was Halloween last year. <laughs> I know. Yeah. How time's flying. Yeah, absolutely yeah. flown by. Um, you, You've obviously had a couple of injuries this yeah, season. Yeah, I've had a couple, yeah. Um, how, how, well, first of all, how are you now? Uh, I know you finished strong, which we'll talk about, but are, are you, I mean, it must be quite frustrating, especially when the team's doing so well. Yeah, of course it's frustrating, but these things happen. You've got to deal with them. Well, yes, yeah. no, that's true. That's definitely, <laughs> definitely the right attitude. Yeah, <laughs> they happen. Uh, yeah. Of course, I, I just mentioned you finished the season strong. Uh, for, again, for anyone listening who doesn't know, uh, Anna managed to grab two goals in the last game of the season. A, a game which i got to be honest with you, after securing promotion, I kind of thought, oh, well, we might lose that. And that might be, you know, we might have parted a bit hard ahead of it. <laughs> You know, but so I was delighted when I saw the result come in, and then even yeah. more thrilled when I saw who got the goals, <laughs> as as my tweets may have let on. I, I, I may, I may, I may have gone a bit crazy for you on that <laughs> hashtag film fan club. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you scored. How did that feel? I mean, that must have, oh. after after the injuries this season, that must have felt amazing. Yeah, well, as a, as a team, we thought it was really important to finish it on a on a high and. Because we were basically fighting with Durham for the promotion, oh, I know, so yeah. we needed we needed to prove ourselves. And 
for me to get the two goals was just a bonus, really. It was it was a great feeling, though. It's my first senior goal and then second, so yeah. It was wow, nice. was was it really the first ever senior goal? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like buses, you know, you, you wait all that time for one, then two comes along. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Couldn't so, believe well, my luck. <laughs> well, well, that's it. I mean, that's it. You're a goal scorer now. I mean, uh, <laughs> who's that? Who's that Dean player? I mean, she doesn't score as many as you. I mean, what's that about? Yeah. <laughs> No, not at all. I, I mean, uh, did she score two in that game? I think not. No. <laughs> I, I, and for anyone again listening, they're friends, by the way. Yeah. I, it's not. It's not me just picking on her teammate. <laughs> um, well, well, I trust you smiled sweetly along the lines of, oh, "That's two goals for me." Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you'll catch her up in no time. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you? I mean, obviously, the final men's game of the season as well. Uh, the squad. Yeah. Did you get to go along to the stadium? For what the? For the final men's game at the new stadium, it was the final Premier League game against Everton. Oh yeah, yeah, we didn't just get to go along. We got, we got to go on a pitch at half time. Uh, yeah, no, nice. no, no. I, I was, I wasn't actually sure if you were there. I was kind of, I was nervous about this question because I was looking for you and I couldn't see you in the pictures. I, and I, thought, I have my hair down. You probably didn't recognise me. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah, probably. But I was. <laughs> I had this moment of I'm um, asking a question thinking, how bad would it be? If like, no, actually, she Sam, wasn't I wasn't there. invited. That's, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, that was a great deal. Then. That stadium, the stadium's absolutely amazing. So to be able was, to go go along, watch, and then get presented to the fans at half time was amazing. And the reaction they gave us was yeah, incredible. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Matt, who um, uh, is our co-host on the podcast and yeah. uh, with the page, I know he was there and he was very pleased to see the team there. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's what should happen, and I think yeah. the ties between the men's and the women's games needs to be a bit closer. Yeah, it's good. I I think the next question I got asked, we mentioned about reacting to late goals. Yeah. Um, were you watching the Champions League semi final? <laughs> You're probably gonna laugh, but we were at training. <laughs> oh <laughs> we no! Training, yeah, but. We all we all have gym after training and the game yeah. is on, but we get told off with Pete because there's a we have the gym and then next to the gym is our physio room and the physio <laughs> room has a TV in it and we're all at the window trying to look at the game. But uh-huh. <laughs> our strength and conditioning coach David makes us get back to the gym, so uh, well, didn't get yeah. to see much of it, but. But I imagine there was yeah. a reaction when that third goal went. <laughs> there was definitely a reaction. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. bet. I mean, I, I, I think I spoke on our last podcast. Um, I think I've watched that goal now over a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not bored of it yet. Yeah, no, um, it was certainly a pleasant surprise. I know that. Yeah, um, great. I mean, the Champions League final's coming up. It is. Uh, are, are you going to be watching it? Hopefully, and... I'm I'm away on national duty when it's on, but hopefully we'll get to watch it. Let's we'll see now that there's there's a a clang of a bit of a name drop there. Away on international duty. <laughs> the last time we spoke back in October last year, you'd just been called up for like a provisional squad for Wales. Yeah, I I made a joke about you keeping your options open and got <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously you're now a fully fledged Welsh international. I am, yeah. How how does that feel? Yeah, it's great. It's a it's a great honour, amazing honour. And, and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, and I, I'm not gonna make a joke about the World Cup this summer because I mean that would be cruel. Mm, that would be but, quite cruel. Yeah, but yeah, I mean who would <laughs> that? Who would do that to a friend? <laughs> But obviously, it is the World Cup this summer. I mean, well, uh, unlucky not to be there. And I'm sure yeah. you're the next one. Now Now that they've got you in the team, I've got no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Scoring goals left, right and centre. 
Are you looking forward to the World Cup? Yeah, of course. See it um, as an opportunity to grow the women's game. The reaction yeah, after the last one was massive, and then for this one to be coming along, it's just exciting, isn't it? Well, I, I mean, I've been sort of following it along the lines of the the kind of ticket sales and stuff, and it seems to me like most of the stadiums are going to be sold out. <laughs> yeah, it's um, nice. And it, uh, yeah, they they seem to be doing a really good job at the moment, and. I know of just marketing the women's game. You know, yeah. I think the England squad announcement, for example, was brilliant. Yeah, and that was wicked. That was good. Uh, you know, because it was like drip fed all throughout the day, and people were excited. You know, oh, yeah. who's going to who's going to pop up next? What's going to yeah. get said now? Or who's going to read the next name? Um, so that was great. And it just, I mean, my daughter's ten, and she watched obviously the men's World Cup last summer. It was the first World Cup really that she was really into. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I remember the first World Cup I was really into, and I'm really old now, so don't laugh. But it was Italian, 90, 1990. Yeah. That was my one that I remember. That's the first one. Um, and, of course, the minute I told her recently, oh, you know, it's the Women's World Cup this summer. Do England have a team in that? Yes, they do. <laughs> and that's it. She's, she's, yeah, she's transfixed. Yeah. Yeah, and then I showed her the the Aww. squad announcement, which that's she nice. loved. You know, yeah. uh, Prince William reading them out, and yeah. yeah so she's, of course, the next thing she said is, "Are there any Tottenham players in the England <laughs> team?" I said, "No, not yet, not yet, <laughs> not but, yet." Um, but there will be. I said, I, "I know one is in the Welsh team." She said, "Are Wales in the World Cup?" I said, "Now don't be mean." I said, <laughs> "Don't be horrible." But that's her. You know, she's cool like that. Yeah. See, I'll explain this. I'm from Bristol, and we are literally the border city to Wales, so we just give each other crap. <laughs> so, so that, I so bet. That's why. That's why. Yeah. Oh, some of my best friends are Welsh, and it's a nightmare. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, that's why. I, I, it's not personal. <laughs> it's it's loving. But yeah, uh, I mean, you are on international duty then, so that I think yeah. that's you. Qualifiers. No, am I right? A friendly v New Zealand. Oh, this okay. Is the one before Euro qualifiers, then ah, Euro qualifiers right. after. Okay, so is that? I mean, I'm guessing that's not away in New Zealand. No, we're in Cardiff. Ah, uh, well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, good. Well, hopefully you'll still get to watch as well, because I imagine being with a team of football players, there probably will be an interest in the Champions League final. Yeah, definitely. You'd think anyway. Just, just hope there's no Liverpool fans. You don't want to be around them. <laughs> if we win, I won't mind. No, well, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, but well, uh, uh, when we win, <clears throat> when we win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah when, when, that. When. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's uh, this this as I said, it was sort of a general chat just about the the team and and going forward. I mean, it just seems or feels like a really exciting time for for the ladies' game. For women's football, for for Spurs, I, see, I keep doing it. Spurs ladies, Tottenham Hotspur women. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> it's going to take me so long to just get that right, but You'll I'll get go it. I will. Yeah. I will. I'll probably get it just as it changes again. You know, <laughs> just, just my luck. But yeah. I um, yeah, it's going to be great. And uh, if there, like I said, if there's anything you feel or next season, then yeah, so Tottenham Hotspur women. In the Women's Super League, is there any game, any fixture at all straight away that you're looking forward to above anything else? It's got to be the Arsenal, isn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I was wondering that. It's got to be a derby and my old club. I imagine, I imagine for you that would be a game you would love. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah no, that, that's fair. And, and I think probably for fans and for most teams, that's the first fixture they're going to look for when they're announced. <laughs> well, we've got two derbies now. We've got the Manchester derby and the London one, so that'd be nice. Yeah, there we go. That'd yeah. be good. Um, Manchester United obviously did very well, uh, yeah. and, it was, and it's Manchester United women. That's that's the name of the team, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Um, they were pretty much a professional outfit for for the league, I believe. Yeah, you'd be wrong. Um, yeah, so we don't count them. We finished <laughs> off. Yeah, discount them. We won it. Don't worry about them. Um, but obviously, I mean, it's great that there is more teams coming along. I mean, I I was looking at the news yesterday or, or just earlier on. A, a few more clubs of sort of bringing ladies teams. I saw uh, a club like Oxford, for example. Yeah. Um. So that's great to see. And like you said, with the interest coming from the World Cup as well, hopefully. Yeah, it's only going to help, isn't it? It is, yeah, because yeah. there's, I mean, for for me and my age, if there was a girl my age at school who wanted to play football, there just weren't options, really. No, uh, yeah. But now, I mean, my daughter's 10, and if she wanted to, there are loads of options, which is just wonderful. It's great. Yeah, it is great. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I won't take up too much more of your time, because I know you no must worries. be busy and, and <laughs> wanting to escape. Uh, you know, international <laughs> duty, international now. You, you, have to, you have to mention that, clang. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Don't yeah, do no, it like that. <laughs> no, no, it's been, look, it's been said. It, trust me, if I was an international, even if it was for Wales, I'd be mentioning it Ooh. all the time. <laughs> no, I did not mean it like that. <laughs> Uh, but Anna, thank you so much. I mean, no, this is coming out on our 50th episode. Um, hopefully, next season, uh, providing you're not too busy for us, <laughs> and, and you know, once you're this international, you might forget <laughs> about us, and that's fine. I'm sure um, I can make some time. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's what I like to hear. But yeah, uh, enjoy obviously being on the international. Thank enjoy you. Enjoy the summer, it's going to be really exciting. I'm going to keep my eye out for news. Uh, hopefully we'll stay in touch and we'll yeah. speak to you next season. Yeah, thank you. What do you think of that then, mate? Oh, awesome, mate. Awesome. I, I just I sound I'm, like a professional. I'm, you know, I'm so, um, like, you know, it's one of those things that, like, now, now they've been promoted as well and, you know, they're, they're, in the, they're in the top league now and I just hope they, they get more kind of... I mean, we've, we've, we whenever we can, we talk about them on the podcast and put put them we on do, the page, yeah. but I'm hoping that they can get a lot more exposure now. I mean, it, obviously, yeah. it's, it's going it's, to... It's just kind of like, you know, it's not going to be to the point of the men's team at this point. You can't see it for a few no. years, but I think the more exposure they get, the more, hopefully, the, the fan base will grow, the more fans will go to the games and... You know, I just want them to see them yeah. grow and get bigger. And they're, like you say, they're a lovely, lovely bunch, a lovely bunch of girls. Great team, great yeah. team spirit, and yeah, like you know, just this no, hope we have this hope they have a great season next season. No, Dan, I mean it's going to be exciting summer for them as well because you know, going basically they're going to be going professionals. So there's going to be a lot of squad stuff and changes. So we're going to keep everyone up to date on that through the page. Now, one of the things we talked about a load of times because you thought it was hilarious. And it makes me cringe terribly. So we're going to do this now. It's the 50th episode. We're going to do this one time, okay? And then it's never going to happen again. I'm going to explain this. Now, I have a friend who is a professional voiceover artist. He's an American guy. I've known him, how we met or whatever, whatever. But we've known each other for years, uh, nearly a decade now. And he is a professional voiceover artist. And he is kind enough for me he does it for free despite him charging everyone else a load of money 
um, voiceover work for this podcast. And he's kind enough, like, if I send him something stupid, like, hey, we want to do a feature on this, could you just record something funny for me? When we were going to do the updates for this season for Spurs ladies, I said to him, so um, Tottenham have got a women's team, um, I want to do the update, and I said to him, I said, could you send across the, this is basically what I want, I want, um, here come the girls, it's time for an update for Spurs ladies. I said, but could you you mess about with it, if you can think of something funny then do that because I you know we like things on this to be quite amusing not you know not dead serious this is the news it's just me and you being prats <laughs> so he sent me through four options he said oh um I, I uh I did one for you kind of straight which is the one I just played by the way to introduce that interview um but then he sent three others and me and you heard these at the time and I think it's safe to say we kind of went into a Oh my God, he did not. <laughs> um, so this is it. This is the one time they're going to get played on the podcast, okay? This is option... So this is what he sent me is a genuine option one as an introduction for Spurs ladies. Here come the girls. It's time to talk Spurs ladies. So for anybody who might not know, the, the the music he's chosen in the background there is I'm Bringing Sexy Back. <laughs> so I kind of heard that and I was like, that just completely goes over what I was trying to do this. Uh, but never mind. Yeah, okay. I said to him, make it funny. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And then I open up number two. Oh, that's right. Here come the girls. It's time to talk Spurs Ladies on the Spurs News Podcast. So that was option two. It's brilliant. It's so funny. I, I, just, I just, I mean... You can really get a sense I, I, that he's enjoyed himself, guy. <laughs> yeah, but come on. So I'm like, okay, right, the first one I was just like, oh, that's a bit cringy, no, I can't use that. Now I've clicked on option two, and I'm just like, oh, man, I I don't know where to go with that. That, that felt, yeah, that felt wrong. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel good playing that. And then, of course, I get to option three. That's right. Here come the girls. It's time to talk Spurs ladies on the Spurs News Podcast. That's right. Keep it talking now. Yeah. Spurs ladies. Yeah. Mate, so that's that's my favourite one. <laughs> so it's safe to say, when I was looking at these at the first time, so that was option three. I um, so I took a shower after listening to that. <laughs> wow. Um, now option four is the one we use. <laughs> so you just try and picture this in my mind as I'm listening to these, thinking, right, okay, yeah, I want it to be kind of jokey because everything we do on here is kind of jokey, but. 
there's a line. <laughs> and I'm like, it really is. And yeah, they, are, they are getting worse. So, like, so one into two. So at this point, I'm thinking, how in the hell is number one the best option? And I, I'm like getting to option four thinking, I don't even want to press play. I, I don't. If this is the descending, option four is basically just going to be like, hey, baby, this is, where, where, the, where are the women at? Where the women you know? at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, oh, so I was just like, oh no, this is awful, this is awful, this is awful. Anyway, number four was fine, so I was like, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to go back to him and say, dude, what the hell? But there you go, now me and you heard that oh, months ago, and have been oh. kind of cringing and laughing ever since. We've been talking about it for ages, we promised we'd play them, there they are. It is never going to happen again. <laughs> that is it. Do you, know, do, you know, do you know what it's like? Do you know whenever I watch the uh, the highlights of the semi-final of the Champions League, well, I guarantee to cry every time. And every time I listen yeah. to that, those those audio clips, I guarantee to laugh. It's just brilliant. It's the third one that really makes me laugh the most because... Like, where is he? Like, you know, I'm, like, is he in a recording studio? Like, you know, he's talking yeah, about Nicky he's, Hazard, like, yeah, doing our message in, he, in bed. Like, <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 don't, don't go to that image. Oh, no, don't, yeah. No, don't go to there. I, oh, God. Yeah, he's in a recording studio. He's in a recording studio. There's loads of people around Watching him. Watching it, it's all professional. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's all... Yeah, yeah. There we go. Go to your happy place, Sam. Go to your happy place, center. Find your center. Um, yeah, dude, you did not have to put that in my head. Um, see, now me and you have got a running order for this show, right? It's the fiftieth episode, so me and you have gone like, right, we got a load of stuff we want to put in, like the interview with Anna, etc., etc. And this other feature that we've pre-recorded is our kids talking about Tottenham. How in the hell am I going to segue from him doing that and you talking about what you just did to our kids? Listen, we. I mean, I've, I, I've done kids. it now. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah. I, so I think um, bring the kids in Sam, to I'm make it classy, now. mate. <laughs> oh God, I'm I'm here now. Oh. Do you know we got like five hundred odd listeners listening to us? It's taken us fifty episodes to get to an average of five hundred listeners. Nearly six hundred uh, downloaded last week. Uh, we did break six hundred after the Champions League semi-final win. Um, but basically, every member of our fem- every female member of our audience has just switched yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No longer to <laughs> but, listen. <laughs> but if you are still listening, I'm trying to you know bring it back now, please, because one, wow, and two. <laughs> Um, me and Matt thought it would be funny to create a feature on the podcast where our kids give their views. Um, depending on what people think, this may happen again. Um, because I, I guarantee there's going to be a lot of people who listen to this and love me getting wanged up about a certain thing <laughs> are going to enjoy the fact my daughter decides to needle me about it, even though she had no idea. Uh, but anyway, this is Kids Talk. Welcome to Kids Talk on the Spurs News Podcast. Hello and welcome to this very special feature for the 50th episode of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by my daughter today. It's Phoebe. Phoebe, say hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm okay, actually. Um, Phoebe, if you were to say who is your favourite football team, who would you say? 
Duh, Tottenham, honestly. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And <laughs> who's your favourite Tottenham player? Harry Kane. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so the idea of this is uh, Matt is going to talk to his son and they're yeah. going to ask it and they're probably going to dive into some questions. So I'm going to ask you some Tottenham related questions, see how you get right. on, okay? All right, so who do you think has scored the most league goals for Tottenham this season? League goals? Yeah, most, yeah, most. Okay, well... Harry Kane's been injured quite a lot, so I don't know if it would actually be him. I think it might be Sonny, actually. It's actually Harry Kane. He scored so many before he got injured. He was still still top for us, anyway. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah he is a bit good, to be yeah, fair. He is just a bit good. Um, who who are the two Belgian central defenders for Tottenham? Belgian? Um, I know this. It's in my head. Um... Toby Altaviros. Yes, well done. You actually said and... that better than most commentators on BT Sport. <laughs> and Jan Vertonghen. Yes, well done. Oh, yes! Well done, very impressed. Okay. Can you name a Tottenham left back? Oh, left back? Yeah. Uh, Danny Rose. No, it might be Kieran Trippier. Oh, yeah, it's Danny Rose. Danny, Danny Rose. Yep, that's right. <sighs> Okay, now what is your favourite Tottenham-related song to chant to one of the players? Like an actual player? Yeah, yeah, about a player, yeah. Or it's got to be Ericsson's song. Ah, Should nice. I sing it? No, 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 we don't oh, want to no. do that to the okay. people listening. Okay. Well, you can do the start, do the start. Ericsson, son, son, he's our number 23. Ericsson, son, son, he's a friend to you and me. <laughs> he's a friend to you and me. Hmm. Nice. I like it. No, I like that. Um, okay, so, next question, and this is the okay. tough one. Are you oh, ready for a no. tough one? Yeah. What country is Lucas Mora from? Oh, it's a country in the world from the universe. Yes, On this true. planet called Earth. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. Um, do, you want, do you want a clue? Yeah. It's in South America. South America. And it's not Argentina. Brazil. Yes, well done. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, so all that's left now, because obviously we don't yeah. want to go on too long. Okay. Who has been your favourite player this season for Tottenham? Just this season. Just this season. Just for this season. And all the games you've watched. Um, well, Victor Nyama's been pretty good this season. He's hardly played. Yeah, but he scored a goal. And he doesn't actually usually score goals. He scored a goal last season, a better goal. He scored one of the goals of the season last season. Yeah, but, you know, despite the fact he's not playing many games, he's still done really well in the games he's played. Like, both of them? Yeah. Okay, But he's fine. scored a goal and played really it's well. It's fine, it's fine, it's your choice. If that's if that's who you want to pick. That's, yeah. You want it to go on record, on the podcast, for 500 plus people. Yeah. You want them, okay, that's fine. That's no problem, it's your choice. And you stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't you be influenced by anybody else. You yeah. pick Victor Wanyama. I think we're going to sell him this summer. What? <laughs> if you could sign one player from any other team to play for Tottenham, who would you sign? Um, uh, Gareth Bale. Oh, why would you do that to me? That's so cruel. <laughs> <sighs> And the best thing about that, ladies and gentlemen listening, she has no idea how I talk about that every week. 
Um, <laughs> okay, and if you could sell one current Tottenham player, who would you sell and why? Um, that's actually quite tough. I think, well, Kieran Trippi has not been playing well ever since the World Cup, so I possibly Kieran Trippier. I Gonna don't know. go Trippier. So, so Wanyama is your player of the year, and you're getting rid of Trips, yeah? Yeah. Okay, that seems abundantly fair. Um, okay, <laughs> so that's it. That was you for Kids Talk. Say goodbye to the listeners. Bye, listeners. Kids Talk on Spurs News Podcast. Right, so I'm joined by my son, Seb. How you doing, mate? You right? Good. You're good, yeah? Yeah. So, Seb, how long have you been a Spurs fan for? Uh, my whole life. Your whole life? Okay. <laughs> and who would you say your favourite Spurs player is? Uh, Sonny. Sonny, why is that? It's because uh, he's uh, kind of got a lot of goals. He's got a lot of goals, yeah. Well, here we go. I've got some questions for you about him then. So what number does Sonny wear? Seven. He wears number seven. And what country is he from? Uh, Can you remember? South Korea. South Korea. Okay, how about, do you know who Daddy's favourite player is of all time? It doesn't have to be a player that's playing now. Can you if, can you remember what, if Daddy, when I've been showing you all my videos... When I was a kid, who my favourite player was? Uh, you remember? Glenn Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle. Yeah, my favourite player now is probably Sonny like you. He's my, I love watching him play. So you've been to some games with me this season, haven't you? Yeah. Well, can you remember your favourite game you've come to see, you've uh, gone to see with me? The youngsters play. The youngsters play. Why is that your favourite game? It's because uh, it's, it was a very cool match because because uh, it had... Uh, it had like uh, this person uh, that had number seven. That what had. That's right. Yeah, he looked a bit like Sonny, didn't he? Yeah. And why? Why? What? What was special about that game? It's because uh, it was three one and. Uh, but what was special about where he was playing? It's it was at the new ground. It's the first game at the new ground, wasn't it? Okay, so um, how about this one then? So. I've got another question for you. Which player has been at Spurs the longest? Harry Kane. Longer than that is a player that's been at Spurs. He's currently, play, he's currently playing now, and he's who's been there the longest? It's currently in our squad now. Hugo Lloris. Hugo Lloris. Longer than that. <sighs> Think of a player that scored a really good goal against Arsenal when he was really young. Danny Rose. Danny Rose. How long do you think he's been at Spurs, Danny Rose? He's been there since 2007, so five years before he was born was when he signed for Spurs. That's how long he's been there. Okay, and who, here's a good one for you, who has been your, who, what player do you think deserves to be player of the season at Spurs? Who do you think's had the best season? Hugo Reese. Why is that? It's because he's done a lot of saves. He's done a lot of saves, yeah, and you, and you like goalkeepers, don't you, as well? Right, here's a good one, Seb. This is one for you to think about. If Spurs... At the end of the season, could sign either Messi or Ronaldo. Which one would you like Spurs to sign? Messi. And why? It's because he's the best player in the world. And you think he's better than Ronaldo, yeah? Okay, no worries. Right, here we go. I've got some test your knowledge here, okay? So, end the weekend, we've got a really important game. What game is it? Uh, The final of the season. Final of what? The which tournament? Uh, the FA Cup. Not the FA Cup. It's the Champions League. Champions League. And who are we playing? 
Liverpool. Liverpool. Okay, now here's some more questions to test your memory. In the quarterfinals, we played Manchester City. Can you remember what happened at the end when we played Manchester City in the quarterfinals? Can you remember what happened? At Manchester, one of Manchester City, uh, they scored a goal, mm-hmm. but it was offside. And because the first player to score, uh, the first team to score three will win the match. So, because it was offside, you're not supposed to score four goals. Spurs won the match. And how did they know it was offside? It's because it was uh, the defenders were the defenders were behind the person that scored but, the goal. But what did they go to? What did they? How did they check that it was offside? Can you remember? Uh, VAR. VAR. Yes. And here's another one: the semi-finals. What happened in the semi-finals? Semi-finals. Against Ajax. Ajax were winning. Ajax. It was two-two. Why at the last minute, uh, Lucas Moore scored th- uh, his hat-trick and make it 3-2. And then uh, it ran out of time, his first one. Yeah, exactly. It was brilliant, wasn't it? Okay, here's one for you. Now, me and Sam have been trying to work out uh, what's happened, but wondering if you might have any ideas. So, Musa Sissoko, he's been pretty rubbish for us, but this season he's done really well, and we can't work out why. Could you think of any reasons why he's uh... done really well now? He's done a lot of defending, good defending. Yeah, but can you think of why he's become so good? What what could be? What's your theory? Can you think of anything? See, we've got lots of different theories, but one maybe it's just Pochettino's magic. Do you think that's what it could be? Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Right. Well, thank you for answering all your questions, Seb. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. Take care, mate. Mate, how great was that? Oh, he's lovely, isn't it? Do, do you know what? They they both know their stuff, don't they? They really yeah, do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you were harder on the questions than I was. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to lead it. I was thinking, dude, that's oh, cool. He, do you know what? I'm so proud, super proud of him that he's seven years old and he kind of gets the offside rule, which is like yes. really impressive. <laughs> yeah, really impressive. Like when he started, you said to him, why was it off? You know, what happened? And he was like, well, because the defenders. I was like, damn, <laughs> He knows his stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh. he knew his stuff. Yeah, no. I, see, I feel better now. I feel, I feel cleaner. Yeah. I feel like we've redeemed the podcast. We're, we're yeah, making we're, it back to a family show now. A lovely, classy family show. Yeah, yeah. We're well, let's cleansed. Ruin it. Let's, <laughs> let's ruin it completely now. Let's talk to the fans of the show. Um, it's time to get your comments from our social media. Now it's time for your comments. ready for this because I'm always nervous at this. <clears throat> this has got to be the feature we've done on this podcast from the start and it is the one that every single time we do it there is something that trips me up and the thing that's been tripping me up the most over recent times has definitely been without any shadow of a doubt the constant talk about Gareth Bale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love talking about Gareth Bale. So we now have comments. We're going to start on Instagram because you know, I, I like to say things wrong. Um, and the very first question on Instagram is from someone called Naram0RE, who says, Do you think we will sign Gareth Bale? <laughs> I'm not even joking. That is the first question. Not even a joke. Okay? Now, I'm going to ignore you, this question. I'm going to completely ignore it. And the reason why I'm going to ignore it is because the second question from Classy Demola is... 
If we sign Bale on loan or by any other means, do you think we'll need to buy another striker? <laughs> I am... Um... Oh, it's like a conspiracy now. It genuinely feels like we know that Sam's going to snap eventually, <laughs> and this just is going to be great. Him, yeah. <coughs> just, just keep on him. Just keep needling. Um, my, even my daughter laid into me. <laughs> um, okay, so I promised I'll answer all of these. Do you, okay? I'm going to ask you because that, that way I get out of it. Yeah. Uh, do you reckon we will sign Gareth Bale? It's just not going to happen, is it? I, I mean, like, okay. we, we're, what's he on? That, we have £600,000 a week? Yep. We're not going to pay £600,000 yep. a week, are we? Nope. <laughs> nope, not even close. I think that's the we thing. We might pay him 60p in a, yeah. in a panda pop. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. The, the thing is, it's, it's great It's great for the newspapers, isn't it? It's great, a story for the newspapers. And this kind of false, like, you know, we've said previously, that false sense of him returning home, where in reality... Yeah. This is not his home. Uh, Spurs is not his no. home in any shape or form. We've always been a stepping no. stone. That's pretty obvious. So there's no romance. No. There's no romance included. There's no way we're going to pay him six hundred thousand pound a week. It just nope. doesn't. It's not going to happen, is it? Unfortunately. Nope. Not even a little bit. So yeah. um, if we were to sign him, because this is the next question. So let's imagine that we do sign Bell. Um, would you need to sign another striker? Do you think if we add Bell? Not, not really. I don't think we would because he can play up front, can't he? And we've got, we've got uh, K- obviously Kane and Sonny yeah, that can play Sonny. up front. And we've we've said this loads of times, haven't we? That we're never going to attract an out an, another out and out striker, a, a, like a class out and out striker, are we? We're not. We're just not yeah. going to because they're not going to be happy sitting on the bench, which is what they're going to be doing as long as Kane's fit. It's just just the reality of yeah. it, isn't it? Nope, 100% with you. Uh, Adam Eels from Instagram asks, with the right signings, do you think we could challenge for the Premier League title next season? Yes. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Lily White Ultras. Jesus, that sounds an aggressive I name. I, thought, I saw um, the Ultras playing for uh, Sporting Ajax, but I didn't realise we had any. <laughs> no, yeah, and Lily White as well. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds tough but fair. Um Rate Daniel Levy's overall job out of 10 since he came in in 2001. Ooh, that's a good one. Lily White Ultras, that's good. Matt, how would you rate Daniel Levy's overall job out of 10 since 2001? Eight. He's made some mistakes, but look where we are from when he took over to where we are now. Ooh, eight? Yeah. Eight. I'd go (laughs) 4.69. I would... uh, Yeah, because if we're saying... Anything below a five is kind of he's done really badly. Five would say yeah he's been all right, not nothing good, nothing bad. Um, I'd go. Yeah, it's difficult because he, it's like off the field the guy has transformed the club mm. completely. It'd be a ten, you know, it'd just be a ten, one hundred percent. But our on field trophy haul since he came has been not great. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm going to go seven. I'm, I'm going to go seven. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. Um, what's the most like? Yeah, who do you... So, Will... Willing... Oh, man, I hate Instagram. <laughs> Will in Graham... Willem Gramshaw. Willem Gramshaw says, what's the most likely signing we will make? It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because... Yeah. I mean, we we kind of haven't made any for a couple of windows, and you just you don't know, do you? You'd like to think there's signings nope. that could happen, but then yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, 
do you think maybe I don't know. I know Man United have been talking to Sessegnon, but I'd like to think that possibly we can get him. Nah, now Ryan Sessegnon. That's my pick. That's the one yeah. I think is going to be our. Now, nailed on. Now Villa have been promoted, then probably not so much greedish now. If 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 Villa had lost the, the playoff final, I think that could have been a good, mm. that would have been a big possibility. But I can't see him coming to us now because he's gonna, he's a Villa fan well, and he's gonna be in the Premier League with him now, isn't he? Well, mate, now this is interesting because as we head across to our Facebook page, Simon Whiteman says, "With Villa promoted, I suppose Grealish will be staying put." Oh, there you go. Do you think that? Do you think that Spurs will pursue him anyway? Just to add, congrats on your 50th episode. Great job, lads. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Simon. Um, that's quite funny you were saying that. You yeah. had no idea Simon had already know. said it. <laughs> um, I, I believe that Jack Grealish, being a Villa fan, being the captain of the team, will want to play for them in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, I agree. I believe the sort of asking price for him will be anywhere between 40 and 50 million. And I think, given that asking price, we can better invest that elsewhere. Yeah, I agree. That's just just my opinion. That I don't see us going for him at that price. And the, 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 um, we're only going to get him. I think we're only get him if we if we offered say seventy million. Like if we said to Villa, right, here's seventy million for him, they'd let yeah. him go. But when a that is way too much for him, and b Levy's never going to offer over the odds for a player. So it's just no, can't see it happening. No, no, uh, Matt Chayella says, has there been any consideration about Martin Odegaard from Real Madrid? With Pochettino's track record of developing young talent, surely he would be a good prospect. Um, there, oh, I don't know. I mean, there's certainly nothing in the press. Um, in the people that I speak to on a regular basis who have uh, genuine insight into our dealings, no, there's certainly nothing. Um I think the big thing about that kid is he had all the potential, all the talent in the world, and he had opportunities to go and sign for clubs who where he would play every week. But he opted to sign for Real Madrid. Mm. And he was never going to make the first team. He was never even going to make it into the Madrid B team. He was kind of... The whole thing was weird. Um, it feels to me like a lot of people made a lot of money out of that, and the kid's career's gone because of it. Mm. Um Maybe, maybe we'll see him come through somewhere. You know, he's the kind of player I can see in the Bundesliga next year tearing it up. But I don't think he's a player that anyone's going to go for because you got to remember. I think he's, I think he's sixty million euros is his release clause yeah. from Madrid. Yeah. No one's going to pay that. No, of course, no one. Especially Levy's not, not going to pay. Is he? <laughs> um, oh no, Daniel Levy. Oh, can you imagine? Um, Adam Sasson. Adam. Hello, says, congrats on making it to the big 50, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and just before our first ever Champions League final. Yeah, I know. Couldn't have predicted We've done that. Right, we? <laughs> um, it's the best Spurs podcast out there. Okay, Adam's great. I like Yeah, that. yeah. Top contributor now. Um, yeah, long may it rain. If I can find a way of promoting you on our Facebook page to top fan, I will. Um, <laughs> it says, so excited for our club, onwards and upwards. Okay, well, Adam just said nice things. Yeah. I like you, Adam. Yeah. Well done. Matthew Fleming, congratulations on episode 50. It's been great following the podcast. Thank you, Matthew. Uh, whether or not we win on Saturday, what should we expect of the club in the coming season? Obviously, looking ahead. Um, uh, we're going to blow like 400 million on players and win everything. <laughs> it's dream big. How does, how does that sound? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's one thing happening at the moment, and it's such a sort of side story to everything else. 
but it genuinely has made me feel a bit anxious about this summer because everyone I've spoke to who've got any sort of ties to the club, any interview given by anyone who's got some sort of ties to the club, have all been quite boisterous about, you know what, you've got the money to spend, the manager's going to get backed. Every, you know, Glenn Hoddle, all these people have been saying it publicly. Um, the manager's made it pretty clear if he's not, he's leaving. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know, certain people that I know have all gone, yeah, there, you know, there's definitely going to be some movement this summer. Now, with all of that being said, Newcastle United look like they're about to be bought. And they're about to be bought by a conglomerate who are going to throw money at them. Mm. If that's true, when that happens, and we've seen it in the past, it completely warps the transfer market. Because all of a sudden, every agent and every club who've got a player who's talented on their books are going... Well, hang on. Let's see what Newcastle. Let's mm. see what Newcastle are going to do, mm. because you can earn that little bit more. You know, we can earn that. Oh, we can earn that little bit more. You can get that extra little bit of transfer fee. You know. Oh yeah. Well, you know, Tottenham. You'll be a squad player at Newcastle. They want you in the first team. Mm. You know, and you you just sort of know how that goes. And if it is going to be a case of these people buying them are going to do the sort of thing that's being talked about, which is investing two hundred and fifty million this summer then that's going to make this a really, really strange window. Mm. You know, they're talking about the fact that they're willing to sign Zaha for $100 million and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it would be weird. So um, I think this summer is going to be a big change for us. I think it's going to be a big overhaul of the squad. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot of people leave. I think anywhere between 6 and 10 of, sort of you know names around the first team are going to go. And I think we're going to see 5 to 6 very good signings come in and a few promotions that's my opinion anyway I could be proven horrifically wrong no I agree and I've said this to you Sam already even though that I just I just get a feeling that regardless like of the result on Saturday it is gonna it's gonna be it's like a defining um pre like you know defining period for it us is, you know yeah. this is yeah. this is when we could really kick on and genuinely yeah. be a team that could that could uh, genuinely challenge for the for the Premier League title yeah, or yeah, it, it needs go, to be. Yeah, it, it needs to be. Or if it, yeah. it could just go stale, and I just don't want it to. You know, I really want it to kind of really want us to well, push on. You know, what always reminds me is I remember watching Leeds United um, when they were dominating uh, domestically and in Europe. They didn't win anything, but they were just a great, great team. Mm. They got all the way to the Champions League semi-finals. Within two seasons, they were bankrupt and relegated. Yeah, now. They massively overstretched and they just, you know, messed themselves up. That's not something we're ever going to do. It's not something Daniel Levy will ever allow to happen. But what I would say is all you got to do is look at what Liverpool did last summer. They finished some 20-something points behind Man City last season. This season they were a punt off them and any other season in history they've won the league at a canter. Yeah. They looked at the areas they needed to improve. They spent the money that needed to be spent, and they, you know, they've come on because of it. Any, you know, anyone can just turn around now and go, "Look, we are where they were. We finished thirty odd points behind the top, but, you know, you sign a player here, 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 and the top players 
we can do what they did. Yeah, of course. And the, yeah, of course, the only the only issue is we're not going to be the only club thinking that. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, we'll see. Um, but thank you, Matthew. Uh, Stefan Cruz Alvarez. Hey, Stefan. Um, thank you to you as well. You've stepped in a couple of times for us on this show. Uh, are you happy with the England squad announcement just days before the Champions League final? How do you think it will affect Chip trips? Um, it seemed to piss him off. Has anyone read that interview with him? I haven't seen it, no. Um, well, basically, obviously, he's been cut from the England squad. Um, when I say piss him off, not as in he was with cut, he's not annoyed about that. He thinks his form this season's been poor. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Um, he's, talked about yeah. His, he's talked about his carried injuries all season because of the World Cup. Um, I, I'm i actually not unhappy about it. I think we'll have a better Kieran Trippier in the final because of that. Mm, mm. I think he'll have a point to prove. Yeah. And if the rumours are true, it's going to be his last game yeah, of for course. us. Yeah. Um, about a month ago, I started reading that he was going to be going to Napoli, and I thought it was the funniest transfer story I've ever seen. Um, as times moved on, it would appear that that's actually getting it's more, grown and more legs, true. Isn't it? Napoli, yeah, yeah. Um, about twenty-five million quid, and we're willing to sell for that. Kieran's quite keen to play abroad for in his career. It, yeah, so really strange, mm. but yeah, apparently it looks true. And to be honest with you. The biggest issue with him is his pace, his delivery and stuff like that. When he gets forward, is great. In Italy, in that league, which is a yard or two slower, it just is. He will be a really great fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of makes sense. Twenty-eight years old, he wants to play abroad at least once. It seems to be a move that makes sense for everybody. And twenty-five million for me uh, is yeah, not a bad, not that. a bad return. I'll take so that. Yeah. Um, I think we signed him for three million. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's it. A massive thank you to everybody um, who comments. I know a lot of people comment on a regular basis, but haven't done this week, possibly missed the post. But hey-ho. Um, that kind of leaves us with just one more thing to talk about, mate. Why? Well, what's left? The season's finished, isn't it? <laughs> there is one game. <laughs> oh, mate. One game. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I read something the other day, and it hit me why I hate it being an all-English final. And of all the people who said it, it was Jamie Carragher who said the reason why Liverpool fans and Tottenham fans don't like the fact we're playing each other is not just because we know each other so well, etc., etc., but it's because the day after a final, yeah, I know exactly if you've you're won, the press is dominated with you winning. Yeah. If you've lost, the press is, last night, so-and-so lost the Champions League final. Mm. Move on. But, of course, if we win... Liverpool fans are going to have to listen to the Tottenham praise from every journalist, yeah. every radio station, every, and vice versa. And he's right. That is why it sucks more oh, <laughs> playing man. another English team. That's the thing, um, isn't it? Like if you play, if you play in Barcelona, if it's Barcelona in the final and Barcelona beat us, a you yeah. don't get in the press, and b I, I don't think I know a single Barcelona fan. So. No, it doesn't matter. No. Well, it does obviously matter, but from a point of view of losing the game, but from the kind of yeah. what you're going to get afterwards. Whereas Liverpool, I just like my. I live in a little village that's in Bedfordshire, which is nowhere near Liverpool. And I'd say no. about of the forty football fans I know, at least fifteen of them support Liverpool. You know, I just yeah. like them everywhere, aren't they? Well, and if my, they win, my my eldest brother um, is a Liverpool fan. Um, my my nearest brother in age is a Spurs fan, and is the reason I'm a Spurs fan. But yeah, my eldest is a Liverpool fan, and my best friend from growing up, we were like three years old when we met, is a Liverpool fan. Sure. And 
the messages, they're they're actually... I can't decide if this is annoying or if it's arrogant or what. They are so confident. Yeah, I know. They are, aren't they? And like every Liverpool fan I know, every single one I'm seeing online, I'm not seeing any nerves at all. It's like, we're the, they are just completely, we're the better team. Yeah. Look at the league table. Mm. Look at the results. Mm. We're confident. It's just Tottenham. And the more they say it, the more I think... I really hope that inspires oh, yeah, us. Please, please. But at the same time, I keep having this, like, nam flashback nightmare of us getting absolutely tanked and never, ever hearing the end of it. No. I so, mean, yeah, I'm in kind of emotional hell right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, oh, tell me about it. I'm hoping that that thing about us being the home team yet giving the away dressing room yeah. I'm just hoping that gives some motivation I'm just like trying in my mind to picture you know you know the celebrations when Pochettino's holding his oh, yeah. ginormous balls right? I want him running into that away dressing room after the game and him going mad that's what I'm trying to picture you know and beforehand going yeah. look we're in this broom cupboard because they think they're the better team and just trying to it, like it's motivation isn't it you know I talked earlier about being up for games and obviously the Champions League final if you're not up for the Champions League final you shouldn't even be a professional footballer you know but it, it, I think it will come down to who wants it more who's just because we're, they're, they're, look, they're a great side and they did finish way above us in the league but both league games like you know the, the, the one the one at Anfield you know if it wasn't for the Calamity's own goal it would have finished 1-1 yeah. like the, and I've said this before and that, the, the game at Wembley right, they, they they dominated the game but it could have easily been 2-2 two, two, two with that penalty at the end so yeah. it's, not, it's not I don't think it, you know I don't think there's a massive amount of difference between the, the two clubs uh, ability wise I mean you look at their, their front four amazing attack but look at ours we've got all ours back we've got a Fab Four fit again and it it just I just feel like it's just gonna who can be up for it the most who can be most motivated like you know like imagine just like we need yeah. characters like like Kane like you did that that halftime team, team talk at the Ajax game and like you know I I, I was funny enough we was um, you know so I'm, I'm on holiday at the moment and, and yesterday uh, we was I took my, me and my mum and my two children we went to um, the the the, the, the uh, entertainment thing and they played yeah. that song uh, Three Little Birds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, it just reminded me of that. That I think it was Danny Rose or someone said that them playing that yeah. song at half time and just them being cocky, three new up, singing, everyone's yeah. singing. I just feel like we just need little things like possibly the having the away dressing room and things like that that could just be the difference. You know, something yeah. just to get, get them on that pitch, going, we are not going to lose this game, and this is why, and this is the motivation that I need. You know. No, I, I hear you. It just, I don't know. This is like completely, um, it's completely alien to us. Of course. And it's it's a wonderful thing because I'm, but I don't know how many, many people listening to this feel the same way. I'm kind of stuck between this enjoying the occasion thing of, wow, I'm seeing us play in a Champions League final. This is massive. Mm. And if I want, I want us to see us keep doing this. I want us to see us win these and, you know, become a club that is consistently reaching this kind of stage of every competition. Mm. But at the same time, I am saying to myself, you know, I'm 36 years old. Um, I've been alive 36 years. I've never seen us reach this, you know, so it is possible. It could be another 36, you know, you know what I'm saying with this, don't you? This could be a once Once in a lifetime. Yeah. And I'm kind of just, caught between this occasion of this is great I'm so happy and so proud 
to also this is a massive massive game of football please Tottenham win it yeah yeah and I think probably right up to kickoff I'm just going to be this smiling idiot enjoying <laughs> the atmosphere in the occasion and then the minute the whistle oh, goes, God, I'm going to become wreck. a gibbering yeah, wreck. Yeah, I, I was, of, I was watching. Nerves. Absolutely, I was watching a, a documentary uh, the other day. My wife was showing me a documentary, and uh, it was about that kind of that fight or flight and that adrenaline rush and how yeah, it used to be. Yeah. Like you know, in hundreds of years, thousands of years ago, you know, you'd get that if you saw a saber toothed tiger come along. You know, mm, yeah. Give it, and and I just spent. I, I know I'm going to spend the entire ninety minutes on, in that adrenaline fueled yeah. state. You know, of just like. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine it's gonna. It's just the biggest, like you say. I mean, like I've got, I've only got four years on you, and I've ne- never seen like yeah. my forty years of life. This is in- insane, isn't it, to be in a Champions League final? Yeah. yeah. And it, like you say, it could never happen again. It, it could potentially be our last one. So, yeah. Yeah. it's just it, it, like it, it, I just, I'm genuinely trying not to think about it. I, I know it sounds crazy because no. I'm a massive, yeah, as you I'm know, I'm same. a massive Spurs no, fan, I'm but same. I'm just trying not to because I just. Uh, look, I I try to be a optimist as much as I can. I promise. I'm like I'm not I'm yeah. an optimistic person, but it's just that thought of if it, if we lose, I don't I don't, oh, I don't want to think about it. It's so difficult, no, you know. No, I, I want to be I, thinking I, we're going to go and win. I I want to. Oh, the, I'm, I'm caught between my my head and my heart. My mm. my heart is just Tottenham win, Tottenham yeah. win, Tottenham win. Yeah. And my head saying. Eh. Hold on there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah. T- you know, my my experience has taught me not to get carried away here. Um, but at the same time, I, I never thought we'd get past Manchester City. I, I genuinely never thought that had happened. As we were 1-0 down from the first leg and 2-0 down away yeah. in the semi-final that I actually were playing amazingly. I never thought we were going to make the final. No. So... To see the team fight back and fight back and fight back, you know, I can go back further than that. Going to Barcelona needing a result, um, other teams needing the drop. There are so many occasions during this season in the Champions League, focusing purely on the Champions League here, where I thought we were done mm. and we've just kept going. That we're now in the final, and there is this massive part of me. I am so proud, and even if we lose the final and it's a convincing defeat. I'm going to, my overriding emotion within a couple of days will be pride that we got there. We've had this struggle of a season and and we have something that we can all look back on and be proud of. And then the next thing is, let's make sure it's not a one-off and we go one better. Sure, you know, that's sure. that's going to be my attitude. I know it mm, will be mm. after my initial, you know, dark depression, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, that will be my attitude. And so I keep trying to focus on that, which Sounds defeatist. It sounds kind of yeah. like I'm preparing, but I've got to mentally prepare myself because I do the page updates for Facebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and basically, I find that when we lose to be one of the darkest jobs from mm. doing the Spurs news mm. because I have to go through the comments of what everybody's saying and like I post. Okay, we've conceded a goal. Oh bloody hell! You know, yep. and it's just it is dark, man. It is dark, and it's kind of like. I'm hurting like hell, <laughs> you know. So reading a thousand people just giving me crap ain't great. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of mentally preparing myself for what will be a uh, heart wrenching, heart you know pounding, pulsating 
Uh, it's going to be an emotional hell yes. roller coaster. I know <laughs> it, really it will be. Is. There's no, there's no way on earth we're going to win that game two 0 Come no, right? no. no, no, even, even, even if we win that game, yeah, it's going to be hell, <laughs> and it's going to be the ninety fourth minute going off someone's backside, or we're going to be two 0 up, looking oh, really don't. dead set, yeah, and it's two all, and it'll score. go. To, yeah. It'll come, yeah, we'll win on penalties, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something in this game is going to happen. A oh, VAR, God. a penalty decision, yeah. a red card, something to make it help. You actually, and do you know what? You're making reality. me physically, you're, you're, I'm getting that physical nervousness. Yeah, now, just yeah. you say so those I'm, same I'm gonna, words. I'm going to shut up then. I'm going to shut up. So <laughs> by the time this show goes out, it's, you know, it's Thursday yeah. when you're listening to this. Um, the final's f- uh, Saturday. Um, yeah. <sighs> Wow, um, <laughs> we are in the Champions League front. That's that's where I got to yeah. keep going back yes, to. Yes, we are going to compete for the Champions League. Trophy. We are one win away from lifting the most coveted prize in club that's football, and that's yeah, that's insane. <sighs> where we've come from uh, to where we are and where we want to be, this is massive. So, uh, mate, I think we'll draw a line there. Um, the next time me and you speak, so let's 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 put this out there then. So we we're gonna take a break after this fiftieth episode, obviously pre-season. How about me and you agree right now, win or lose, we do a very quick reaction show. Yes, to go out. let's do that, mate. Yeah, I agree. Um, I win agree. or lose, we yes. will, we will come back. It would be a, a short show. It would be pod, episode fifty A. <laughs> it would just be a. It'll either be us crying. Like, uh, and just like, I can't believe we've done it, and just just crying and just like, you or, know, or, or us crying, us crying in tears. Come on, mate, yeah. we can get through this. Come on, please. Yeah. Um, either way, there will be help at hand yeah. from the Spurs News podcast. We'll either tell you where the best drinks are at because we're celebrating and we'll probably still be drunk, or we'll be telling you where the best drinks are at because we're commiserating and we all need to be drunk. But, um, mate, uh, thank you to you. Um, I've enjoyed doing this show loads. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next season already. And the reason why I enjoy it so much is chatting to you every week. So, thank you. A big thank you to everybody who listens to us every single week. Um, It means the world to us that people just tune in to listen to me and him chat about stuff so we really appreciate it. and thanks to everyone who always gets in touch with us as well and also Sam uh, I want to mate, say a big thank you to you mate as well because you know like, like you say I know it is us just chatting for an hour or so but you're you're the one that, everything that goes out is you mate you know you do all the editing yeah. you do all the recording you put it all out so yeah it's this podcast wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you mate and I'm so grateful yeah, that I've, I get you. the opportunity to record with you and talk about my my biggest love you know just hope the wife and children aren't listening but yeah no they no. I, 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 I love <laughs> like you know I've loved Spurs since since Seb since Seb's age you know that's he's getting really yeah. he's getting as you could probably tell from the kids talk he's really getting into it now and that was me as a seven-year-old boy Mate, I'm feeling yeah, emotional about 33 years ago. Yeah. Look, we're in the Champions League final the oh. weekend, mate. You know, it's it's insane. I've like 33 years of massive downs, the occasional ups. Yeah. But look, if we win on Saturday, it'll just make every one of those 33 years worth it, mate. It really would. Yeah. And so thank you, mate. No, thank I you for agree. thank you for giving me the opportunity to to do this every week. Yeah. Well, you're welcome, mate. A big thank you to everybody. A big thank you to Dan and Laura who were with us with Spurs News. They do a great job. Laura on Instagram. Dan, we're sitting around looking pretty. Um, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the the kids' talk, uh, the interview with Anna. Uh, massive thank you to Anna and Mickey as well for contributing. We will be back soon.
Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. Be sure to join over 50,000 other Spurs fans on our Facebook page at Spurs News. Until next time, come on, you Spurs. And remember, to dare is to do.